Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. What's up, player? Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean? I find you so asexual. Use it, use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo 
Hello, everybody, DDS. Welcome to the program, episode 2624. This season's winding down. We're coming down to the tail end of this. Uh, if you are not a member of the Platinum, uh, now's a good time to jump into that. Uh, get all the back catalog, get all the uh, get all the, the forthcoming uh, episodes, get everything, man. It's all about you today. Uh, welcome into the program. Uh, it's a beautiful sunny uh, Monday here that uh, uh, I breathed. I, I, and I hate to, uh, I know we're waiting for Matt Belknap to open this up on the uh, on the air, but uh, the mail seems to be getting slow to Sherman Oaks. I blame our president and I literally uh, can literally blame our president yeah. for this. Uh, but I have my... Uh, my never not funny mask has arrived, nice. and uh, I uh, wore that on my nice walk today. I'll show it to you how it looks. Right, look, look at how it looks on my face. Doesn't that look nice? Very nice. Yeah. Doesn't that look nice on my face? That looks that looks very nice, Jimmy. Oh boy, it fits nicely over the nose. At the shit, it doesn't work with headphones. Look, ah! Oh god, <laughs> Jimmy was gone. Guys, I'm okay. I'm okay. Just oh. the headphones. Uh, the headphones got me. Like the rhythm. Rhythm got me last night. Headphones got me today. Hmm. Oh, I thought the uh, ri- I thought the rhythm was going to get you tonight. Well, that's what I said yesterday, oh, and then it well, got me. Makes sense. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I had my uh, timeline a little off. Yeah, but uh, you know, I mean, listen, be be frosty. Yeah, just uh, every day about the rhythm at night. Be you, frosty. Just stay aware that at any given moment, the rhythm can jump out at night and get you. Know this: not during the day. It will be at night. You are safe during the day, even if you have a safe uh, uh, wedding, if you have a day wedding, and not during this COVID, of course, but, uh, but if you have like a graduation function, do all the dancing you want. You're going to you're gonna have a good time. Uh, you're comfortable. But at night, look out. Yeah. Behind a pillar, behind a bush, and any given moment, out of speakers, here comes the rhythm, and God damn it, Matt, it's going to get you. Karen, you want to put your mask on too? Really just rub it in that uh, I haven't gotten mine. Um, you know what? I don't have it in front of me. Oh, I lied. Here it is. All right. Well, there's uh, Elliot uh, has his uh, black one on his. Uh, and then uh, the Navy for uh, for Garen. It's always nice. Try to follow Joe Biden and with my with my black mask. Nice. Um, can we agree, by the way, at, at risk of uh, being political for a moment, can we agree that the the Trump side of trying to act as if Joe Biden is a, a doddering old man that and by the way, he is he's an older man. <laughs> yeah. But 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 is that really the angle they should be taking? Like it's like every time your man talks, brother, he's he can't pronounce words. He doesn't know where he's at. He can't walk down a ramp. You're making fun of a guy on a bicycle. Your dude can't walk down a ramp. Well, but the thing is, that's that strategy has worked for them since 2016 to just say whatever criticism you level at them he says no no you're the one you're yeah, like that's that. true yeah. just, i think this time though it's not working as well i think uh i hope so i think uh i think people so disliked hillary clinton that it they were although it worked for him all through those uh debates too just knocking down those guys and then you know they of course mm. go yeah yeah you're he is an asshole what were you ever doomed ah but he's elected he's the best i think they're their idea with that is to try and sway the people that are not comfortable voting for Biden. And yeah. they think that maybe just by saying this kind of stuff, they're going to be like, well, fine, I'll just vote for Trump because whatever. But I, they may, even I just, can't imagine them being that stupid nowadays. They may just I be trying to drive down the, the turnout because they're they're What they're really doing is saying these guys are both terrible. Just don't vote. 
Well, it's going to be that. I mean, that's what everybody said in 2016, too. The two awful choices. Really? You're in a fucking uh, basement right now because we can't go outdoors. (laughs) So you tell me uh, if we're uh, better off. People always say we're better off than we were four years ago. That's always the the, The metric. uh, We're not better off than we were four days ago. (laughs) How about that? If that's the metric, man, this is going to be an epic landslide. It should. Right. If that to your point, Matt, if that is the metric, uh, although I will uh, 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 yesterday on uh, why do I always forget the name of this app? The next door. Is that right? Mm, yeah. yeah. Next door app. Some guy. And maybe he was just trying to rattle cages. I don't know. He was like, hey, I want to uh, I want to put up my Trump 2020 sign. I feel I like did you that. see that, Elliot? I saw the title. I, I, I decided not to read it because I wasn't sure how I, my brain would react. Well, I, I'm surprised that, first of all, there, there's a lot of people going, you know, what do you like about the guy? The xenophobia, the uh, <laughs> you know, blah, blah, blah. And then there's other. And then, of course, some people go, oh, typical liberal. You got to attack with name calling. It's, like, it's not what the person did. Person didn't name call at all. Person didn't say anything like that. And uh, but the, I was amazed at how many Culver City residents were on that guy's side mm. and say, yeah, put your sign up. Freedom of speech. You know, this is the first thing the Democrats are trying to do is take that away from you. No, full disclosure, they are not. Um, I, I, I will say, though, that I, I if I was a Trump supporter, I wouldn't go around, you know, touting it in, in Los Angeles. I would not feel like that would be a good idea. Well, it there, seems there, go ahead, Matt. There, uh, there was a I saw a news story about because I think this happened a little bit in 2016 also. But uh, there is a, a theory that at least with pollsters that people are lying because they don't they want people to think that Trump isn't going to win. And then, ha surprise, he did win. Oh. I, I don't think they were that smart. I thought they just didn't want to be judged. No, well, it may be a combination of the two, but I, I think they think they're pulling one over on the lamestream media <laughs> by uh, by not being honest when uh, when someone calls them to ask, who are you voting for? I think there's a combo of that. I do think that in this town or really anywhere, wouldn't you? I mean, you've you got to be a little ashamed to say you want to vote for that guy. You've got to be. I, I just I, saw somebody in Sherman Oaks with the, driving a pickup truck waving a trump flag by hand out of their window Boy, just 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 waving it that's like a nothing lot of effort it's a lot of effort first of all, a lot of effort uh 10 and 2 or 4 and 8 whatever we're doing these days <laughs> let's keep that in mind i assume that was the passenger uh, garen that certainly could have been, nope. couldn't have been the driver that was the driver it was the driver and my friend was heated because like we, the, he did a U-turn, issues? and I'm like, do you what have is one of those uh, seats, the, the heated seats? <laughs> yeah, he, did, he had that. that was, that's probably why. I'm like, you have a, 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 you're misty. What's going on? Flip that switch off. He, it's uh, summertime. F- he flipped what did he the want car to do around. He, he flipped it over. Gonna, no, he turned <laughs> us around. Barrel roll. <laughs> he turned the yeah. beat around. Yeah, he turned the beat around as well as I the love car. how three men are not letting you fucking explain <laughs> yourselves. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not even a little bit. It's three grown men are just fucking if, if will I made not drop two and, two and a half. I kind of laid back while you two continued. I admit that I was the first one you in. Started I'm it. not letting it continue. You started uh, it. But I, we, so we turn around. Who did my friends, Who? It was my you and friend turned his car around. We turned the car around. We went to Garen, go don't the turn opposite around. direction. Uh-oh. Did he mean he turned around in his seat or the whole entire oh, car? It, I know he, what Jimmy feels like every wheel? day now. <laughs> it's the fucking worst, isn't it, Garen? It's the worst. <laughs> anyway, so we turn around, guys. You both in your seats turned around like this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To look behind it. And I, anyway, I looked down at my friend. He's got pepper spray in his hand. I'm like, what are you oh, doing? Wow. Hold on. What I'm, like, I'm going to pepper spray oh, this crap. asshole. I'm like, A, you're not. B, put that down. C, just rip the flag out of the guy's hand when he drive past it. 
Is that what that happened? That seems like a bad idea, too, I by do, the way. Yeah, I think that, uh, first of all, you could hurt your own hand, uh, right? If, uh, yeah. Or your arm. If, he's, if, he, if he keeps a good handle on it and he's got that big truck, you're both going to be socketless. How about yeah, don't, truck en- don't engage physical altercations with Trump supporters? Maybe just as a blanket statement. <laughs> or with that's anyone, hard. really. That's, that's a better idea. And he don't. missed, so we didn't get the flag. Oh, he but tried? But he tried. It. Well, we tried. He tried, yeah. How the guy in the truck didn't come back to kick the shit out of you two is beyond me. You're right. You have every right. I mean, he's he's being a jackass, but like that's you can't don't attack somebody. That's crazy. Well, I had to I had to deescalate the situation rather quickly because my my friend hates Trump. Hates him. We all do. do, But Garen yank a thing out of someone's hand. Special. I know. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying. I'm trying to explain. It does sound like his friend might be a little special. To be fair, oh, so. we, are we, I don't think we're allowed to make that joke anymore, Elliot. Right? Uh, oh, okay. Anymore, if, as if, if you, it was a good joke to be good with. If you were, <laughs> Garen, if you're if you're walking down the sidewalk and a, a person's walking by you with a Trump flag in their hand, do you yank it out of their hand? That's assault, brother. I don't know. It I don't assault. know what I would do at I, this point. You, I don't, I, you know I what don't I do? Know. I just go I, under my mask. I go. I just I go, really. And keep walking. <laughs> yeah. Because what are you going to do, man? You're going to get in a fight? You're, gonna, yeah. you're not going to have a civil conversation with that guy? No, you're right. You're 100% right. Look, again, there's, as a, there's as good a, people on both sides, Jimmy. <laughs> I, uh, I, I've been through the whole thing in my head. There's, on my bike ride, there's one house uh, on this street that I ride down that has a Trump flag. It's got an American flag and a Trump flag sticking out of it. And it's a big white house, which is seems fitting. Cool. Um, like biggest house on the block. And, uh, and after the, after, um, remember when, when Trump went, of course you remember when he went out and waved the Bible around, uh, in front of that church. (laughs) When he held, he held a book in a way that nobody ever holds a book. (laughs) Exactly. So after that incident, uh, I went by the house and the Trump flag was gone. And I was like, oh my God, maybe these people finally, like had enough like they reached the breaking point and they went from flag out front to no flag and then like a week later it was back i was like okay they were just wa- washing the flag <laughs> that's like it's just getting laundered need a, need a quick wash flag but uh but oh. i've been like every every time i ride by it i go through my head of like what would i say to the people if i saw them in front of their house or or, or coming out of their house or whatever and the truth is nothing really but my but but the the thing that i've like sort of uh uh the, the the thing I formulated in my head as a response to that whole like that flag and anything is uh, what is and this is like this is this is like my counter flag or my counter like lawn sign or bumper sticker or whatever is, is like are, uh, so which one are you uh, stupid sadistic or uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what was oh selfish racist I think the third selfish. one was selfish you're either selfish because you've you've got it okay and so you don't care what's happening to anybody else you're stupid and you don't you not you you not absorbing what's actually happening or believing the facts in front of you or you're sadistic and you actually enjoy seeing other people uh, being suffering because that you those know what are, those, Matt, that's what's happening I I every day and I'm not kidding every day I sit down to write basically that same thing yeah. on Facebook yeah, every yeah. day so just, just just basically with the just so I understand this just yeah. so I can understand yeah. why you would still support is it because you enjoy watching people get hurt is it because you're stupid or is it because you don't care you're selfish and you don't care yeah. or is it all three right and if, if is it is it all of that what 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 is it yeah um you know, I mean, uh, you know, my, my cousin Dan pointed out, and we've said people have said this before, is, you know, uh, 
we, we, there was hatred and there was, there was hatred for Barack Obama. And yes, a lot of that was racial, but most of it was still about his policies. People did not believe, did not like his policies. So that side of it, uh, argued against that George Bush, uh, you know, W, we, you know, we never disliked him as a human being. We disliked him because of his policies. I did. <laughs> Most people didn't dislike him as a human being. I, I know some people who definitely I, I understand. Him but as my, my point stands in that we it was it was political. Yeah. With Trump. Trump sure. is not political. That right. is. So, you know, this anger that I personally have, it's not political. I've never had this kind of anger towards any politician right. in my life. Yeah. Right. Um, because and that, because what it is, is he is not a politician. He is a horrible human being who landed here because and, other dummies. Well, sadly, people like that about it. people. That's what people like is that he's not a politician. Yeah. Well, and, great. And Enjoy your mask for another six months. The, the question that if, like, if we're lucky, six years, <laughs> I have a cousin who he's a conservative and he lives in Hawaii and he's like a corporate uh, 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 real estate lawyer. So he's, you know, he, he's he's got his own. He's fine. So that's probably part of the reason why he feels the way he does about Republicans and that sort of thing. But um, if I were talking to him about it, I would ask him, are you seriously saying that for all the things that you believe in and support, this is the guy you want? Because, I mean, even somebody was pointing out there was a there was a decision from the Supreme Court, which Neil Gorsuch, Gorsuch I can't say his name. Gorsuch. 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 There we go. Uh, was the Gorsuch. was the lead the lead uh, uh the head of the of the of the winning side that basically said that something about Oklahoma and how uh, the native lands uh, sort of trumps a bunch of stuff. And, and, and so you couldn't try this one guy who was a, a, apparently a rapist in in the state court. He had to go to federal court because of all these things. And this is a thing that like all these conservative people were up in arms about. And yet here's the here's the conservative justice that was put in there that was like basically no this is the law if you read the law this is the way it goes and it's just like that was a trump appointee are you actually getting any of the things you wanted like even the justices that are being appointed thank yeah. god gorsuch is an actual justice and and like pays attention to the law on some level and it's not just a crazy person it may also but, be time uh sorry to interrupt it's may it may also be time to ask the never not funny listener are you getting any of the things you wanted from this show <laughs> <laughs> i when I, I i and i recognize the fact that i brought it up i recognize yeah. the fact and that we it, all uh, added to it i couldn't resist uh, usually yeah. i try to let it uh well you know, it was it about it, it, at one point it was about signs and flags and then uh, it, it went elsewhere and, i mean uh, garen had a nice story but i don't know why you guys wouldn't let him finish it uh, <laughs> garen you want to get to the end of that uh we tried and failed to snatch that flag right, I, I, I had a question what's what kind of car you guys were in uh, you know what? Due to self-incrimination, we probably shouldn't reveal that much. <laughs> well, information. you don't have to it's tell me the exact the lineup, model. Like, like, how do you grab? We were in a like a sedan. They were in a truck. Okay, because because I was picturing you in like in like like a car like mine, like a little Fiat, mm-hmm. and they're in like a like a hopped up truck, and you're trying to reach up 17 feet to grab it, and then they're gonna drive over you and smash you. That's that's my bias towards what that is. I'd like. like to think that they were in a smart car. Yeah, to your <laughs> point. Uh, there you go. 
just a, the worst thing of, is is that now that guy <clears throat> can be like ha these liberal libtards tried to steal my flag and they failed yeah he's got that you, story to tell he's got his better story than you i'll tell you that he's the <laughs> yeah, winner in this true. well trump's gonna win the presidency that's what happens now he that was I actually what decided it yeah it was it was uh, if you got the flag then biden wins if he keeps the flag <laughs> trump wins that was where the whole thing was decided it's a game of capture the flag yeah exactly it was some weird joust um we should pitch that to to abc or fox or somebody Who, who's running on, i mean i know fox, abc has holy moly what's the ultimate tag on is that fox yes it is so celebrity capture the flag i like that idea yeah i actually and especially if you well, could have like a like I didn't a say celebrity <laughs> well no it's going to be though right unless you're calling garen a celebrity in which case we should talk about what that word means (laughs) wait a minute garen's not involved in any way shape or form no he's he's the inspiration celebrity or non-celebrity you don't think he's going to try to get his uh his ep uh on this stupid thing Uh, nobody in show business is reading garen's twitter him and his buddy are both going to be uh you know horning in Hey, Spy, by the way, speaking of Garen Cockerell, I have to, uh, I, Garen texted us the other, yeah, texted us the other day uh, offering up uh, uh, a suggestion to watch Host on Shudder, and uh, I finally did it over the weekend. Yeah. I, uh, uh, my wife and son were, in, uh, were asleep. They do not care for scary movies in any way, shape, or form, so I watched uh, Host, and um, Garen, I don't, I, without giving anything away, you said that uh, you've, you found it very scary, you found it uh, uh, very enjoyable. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, and you said you shrieked at one point out loud. I did. I did shriek at one point out loud. Yes. Um, I will tell you this. You know, it's only 56 minutes long, by the way, which oh tells God. you that every horror movie can be under an hour because we don't really need to know anybody. <laughs> we, don't, we, we, we don't need to waste time with them working at the factory and that they got the blah, 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 blah. Although I will tell you this. This thing is so well done, so well acted and so well written or improvised whatever they did um maybe a combo of the two it is so well done that you know everything about each of these people in this 56 minutes you know their who they are you know their personalities you know what they're like um it was really really it was uh it was the most frightened i've been watching something in a long time wow and um it, it i had chills for a lot of it and uh it was, uh, boy, oh boy, there was a couple of nice uh, 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 moments. Yeah. And um, it, uh, so thank you, Garen, for uh, pointing me in that direction because I never would have watched it otherwise. Uh, although other folks are talking about it on Twitter, but that would not have uh, pushed me over. So uh, thank you for that. And it's my pleasure. Again, it's, all, it's less than an hour. So you knock this thing out. Did you watch it on your laptop or did you watch it on the TV? I watch it on my phone. I think that's the best way to watch a movie. Well, that's basically what people are saying. That if you watch it. Oh, yes. That, you know, like when you're I did. doing a Zoom meeting, it, it, it adds to it. I watched it on my TV. I didn't even think about any other way. I did too, Garen. But to that, to your point, if I say to your point one more time, by the way, somebody come over here, <laughs> rip that Trump flag out of that guy's Culver City house and come over here and ram it up my ass. Yeah, sir, you said it was a sign. Yes, I just misspoke. Um, it i now wish i would have done that garrett i wish i would have had headphones in and watched it on my phone because it uh and as if i was watching a zoom or something because that uh man it, it was it was good really 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 good and the and the actresses are just terrific, just terrific. there's one scene that they're now sort of using in advertising or people are using a screenshot of this one specific moment which i don't think they should be doing mm. because it's 
Get it's something a away. Great. All right. Say no more. It's say just no a great. More. I want to. I want to see image, it. and I don't want it to be spoiled. Yeah. Anyway, watch it. Go to Shutter. Watch it. Enjoy it. Of course, that's after you buy your mask. Wear your mask. Uh, go to that's at the front page of nevernotfunny.com. Um, we also saw another movie last night. We went back out to the uh, Simi Valley pop up driving. Oh wow! Oh cool. Last night we went to see Grease, and oh. uh, boy, does that movie hold up? That movie is still terrific. That is. Uh, boy, it's nice, and it was fun. You heard people clapping at the end of the songs out of their cars. <laughs> nice. Uh, it was fun. It's a that. As I said, driving home. Thank God these pop up drive-ins happened because it's something to do. I think to leave the home safely, accurately, securely, enjoyably. We enjoyed it. That's my point. Is Greece still the word? Grease the word. I was just going to say as a reminder, <laughs> Grease stole the word. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Um, I still get, speaking of chills, I still get chills. But first of all, they're multiplying. You know that. <laughs> Are you um, losing control? Uh, I still do get chills at the beginning of the Grease theme when that starts at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of that song, at the, uh, uh, you know, you. you're the one that I want. Oh, multiplying. And I lose. It's so great. He, and he's so great in it. And the, choreography is terrific it might be the best that travolta ever was and and he did a lot of big movies and and had a lot of success but he's just so fucking flawless and effortlessly cool in that movie it's just he really so is fun and, to watch. and on the heels of saturday night fever too where he was great in that and then this is just i mean everything about it is is just he is so great in it he's yeah. so great in it and uh Stockard Channing is great in it too. I know that there's always the you know she's 33 years old, which she was, and but they all were 23 and up. That you know you've got to just. Although Oliver made a great point where he laughed where he uh uh like we we buy we so buy into these characters we so enjoy these characters that we kind of forget that they're in high school and that and then he said that the line of uh of insanity where he goes what will they say monday at school and oliver's like that's right they gotta go to school <laughs> these adults are going they live with they live with parents and they have to go to school and yet they look they all look 30 years old and, and not only that but like what is the percentage of time other than the gym scene like when do we see them they don't really go to class. <laughs> like, I don't know well, if there's they show, a lot of... They, they, they do show, in the beginning, they show them putting the, the frog in the purse at the science. Oh, yeah. And then they're at, uh, uh, you know, you're right, gym. Um, there's the football game. I guess there's a lot. Uh, well, the football game, I, I mean, I mean, like, actually learning. I mean, I know that's not what the movie is. That's not the point of the movie. But one of the things that I always thought was funny about that movie is it's like, it starts and it's like, we're back from summer. And then, like, literally it's the end of the school year and like you there is no sense of the passage of time it just seems like it seems like it takes place over a week and a half and yet the entire school year goes by in that week it, it seems like because uh, i thought the same thing like they said later in the year the dance is going to be here then the dance is like the next scene and yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah uh, they don't they don't make any effort to show like leaves changing on the trees no, no passage of they're time. like no we don't need that shit we're just gonna fucking plow through this I guess we're supposed to assume that it, it took, you know, that while they're showing the grease lightning progress, like that, that's that that's a passage of time. That's supposed to be a passage. Uh, but it, yeah. it, that even seems like so they knock this out in a month. All right. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm because I watched that movie when I was a kid for the you know, when I first saw it, I think I never it never occurred to me that they didn't 
actually finish uh, fixing up that car in the time it took to sing that song. Like that was my that was my impression of it. I was like, well, I guess I guess when you all get together and do a dance routine, then it just takes no time at all to fix a car, right? It uh, and as a reminder for those that uh, don't remember, uh, that thing was a real pussy wagon. <laughs> Talk about Grease Lightning. I think I don't know that there's like there's like two things, maybe two or three things that got me very, very, very excited when I was a kid, like musically and just like in terms of watching it or hearing it. It was uh, the the song Help by the Beatles. I would jump mm-hmm. up and down on the couches uh, when I heard that. Um, and then uh, I guess the, the Muppet show. I don't know what it was specifically animal playing the drums was exciting to me, but but mostly the song Grease Lightning. It was like the coolest. I, I couldn't believe how cool it was because the, I, the car was so cool, but the song is really great, too. And it just gets you excited. Like you don't even have to see it to get excited listening to that. I 100 percent agree with you that and everything. And, and as a young man, you don't understand, like, why is John? Why do I have these feelings watching these dudes dance around to this <laughs> song? Like it's because he's so stinking sexy in that song, too. Right. And the, the again, the choreography and. Uh, but yeah, that, uh, yet you can still, you feel like a man because they're working on a car. It's got, it's got, yet you want to fuck the man working on the car. It's got everything you want, man. I think we have a, maybe a slightly different reaction to that. You but, uh, may be denying some feelings that, uh, no, I just thought, age. I just thought it looked really cool. And, uh, and it was, seemed like, yeah, I also to go back to season one and never not funny. I wanted to fuck that car. <laughs> well, that I understand. I mean, it's, oh, uh, well, and, and it's greased. So you're fine. It's a, it is a real pussy wagon i think that means that the the back of it is <laughs> it's fuckable. ready it's fuckable yep. yeah yes of course it is they didn't mean that the, the wagon attracts pussy they mean it 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 actually is made of pussy that, that's uh, what they built it yes. by the way i don't remember the conversation we had in season one what if this is how it started we talked <laughs> yes guys the grease lightning thing we got it uh I feel like it. I don't really remember either, but I feel like it started because we saw a weird, like, news article. It was a news article about a guy that fucked a toaster, I think, right? Oh, Wasn't God. It? Or, or yeah, something, something or something like that. No, it was his car. No, it was it was a guy fucking his gas tank. It the, was that. yeah. There was a yeah. There the was gas that. tank. Well, I believe no, he was. I thought it was the tailpipe. Well, I thought it was a gas tank. Oh, well, I guess both would work. Either when way, I say work, I whole, mean rip your dick off when you drive. Yeah. <laughs> be horrible this yeah. is a bad idea i never understood that i think we if we really want to recreate the conversation i would say like i don't understand the tailpipe thing because i, I mean unless it's a small yeah, european that, car i don't know what or what a tail- very very large dick <laughs> yeah like you either have to have like a coke can sized dick <laughs> yeah or uh or you gotta have a really tiny uh tailpipe I mean, that just uh, it just sounds like a bad idea all the way around. In the disagree. Soot. Agree to disagree. But there is another thing that occurs to me, which is the car's name Grease Lightning. And if it is a if it is a sexual phrase, does that mean that these guys, they're just like they're done like that? Is that the sort of thing we're supposed to take away yeah. from that? Well, I mean, they're, they don't seem like the, the most sensitive or caring lovers. Like, <laughs> in, in fact, the hero of the movie at one point tries to rape the heroine. So uh, that's been not a while great. since I've seen it. So I don't remember that part. Yeah, there's the part where he tries to yeah, grab her uh, uh, bosom and then she slams the car door in his balls. And then again, I know I, I know we've had this conversation on the show before, but as a kid, I thought. I thought literally she slammed the door and the way he reacted, I thought the door chopped his dick off. I thought that's, <laughs> I thought that's what had happened in the scene. And then 
the movie just continues on as if, okay, well, I guess that happened. I guess, but, you, got no, I guess you got no dick anymore. Yeah, well, you wrap it up, you get back to class. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? You put a little gauze around there, right, Gary? You fuck. You put a little In gauze fact, around there. Honestly, gauze it up. maybe that is what happened, and that sort of explains how the... I'm going to re-examine that movie from the prism of that did happen, and then the character that's when he starts to change. And then, you know, at the end he puts the sweater on, he's like a little bit more uh, sensitive and thoughtful. And, and uh, maybe it's because uh, he lost his genitals. And so now he's like a eunuch. <laughs> it certainly helps uh, him hit those high notes in that song. There's right. No question oh, about that. Yeah. Goes, Sandy, right up in there. Mm-hmm. He couldn't hit those notes prior to her slamming that door. Yeah. Mm. Uh, all right. Jason Benetti's joining us and probably uh, not a second too soon. He's probably glad that he was not part of any of this. Con- and I mean any of this conversation. Yeah. From the beginning to the end of us uh, now bringing him into the Jason, Our buddy Jason Benetti is with us. Uh, he's taking time away from uh, uh, his duties over there at, uh, uh, with the Chicago White Sox. Uh, they have a game tonight, I believe. Uh, but we'll uh, get to talk to him about how they're doing the uh, the games in this pandemic. Uh, they're handling it. Uh, I don't know how every team is handling it. Well, I guess we'll ask Jason. Uh, of course, we've got the trivia question to get to. Uh, that and a whole lot more. We'll be back right after this. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. <laughs> and Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. It's, like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits, the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. Like, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much uh, as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i no. just want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, whether you have a small business or a big business, we know that uh, finding the right crew to surround yourself with is not easy to do. Well, here's a way to make that a little bit easier for you. Thank you to our friends, Zip Recruiter. Zip, zip. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is the way to try ZipRecruiter right now for free. Just head over there. You know what? Even if you're not hiring, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Check it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Just take a look at that. Just yeah. If you always had an idea of like, I, you know, I could I could start a small business, mm-hmm. maybe hire a couple of people. We could, you know get this thing off the ground. Get let's, let's make some widgets. Just go on there and see how easy it would be to hire the people you would need. What do you need? Like a 
an accountant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. You need a personal assistant. I do. You need a, a well, I don't know, like a graphic designer, maybe. I do. Okay. Well, wait, are you are you starting a business? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! What is it? I should tell you that. I, by the way, I have all three of those things. Yes. I said I do to three things. I actually do not need at the moment. <laughs> uh, but I am starting a business. I am selling bike chains. Oh. Strictly bike chains. Just the chain. Bikechains.com. Huh. It's my business. Are you manufacturing them yourself? I've got a team. Oh. Got a team of folks. Where'd you uh, find those people? ZipRecruiter.com. Uh, yeah. You went on. You said, "Look, I'm looking for me- yeah. metal. Metal. What are the? What's that called? A metal worker. Um. Someone who ZipRecruiter knows how to find the people they that forge. For. They forge the the pieces that you then mm-hmm. put together into a chain. I got a, a nice group of kids out in the garage making these things. Okay. Good uh, luck. Good. Good luck to you. And uh, by the way, if there is such a thing as BikeChain.com, uh, I don't own that. <laughs> so don't don't write the owner of that. That's your competitor. Thinking that it's me. What did I say? No, no, I don't know. I'm just saying in real life that's your competitor. Uh, yes. So do not go there. Don't, don't support him. Don't not go there. And do not send that person emails uh, <laughs> thinking that you're writing me and having fun. Uh, I don't even know if it's a real thing. Uh, it probably is. But it probably is. And you know what? I think i got to get into the bike chain game. Yeah, you do. Uh, the way to do that is through ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, ZipRecruiter is the way to do it. Once again, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into the program, episode 2624. Uh, Never Not Funny is the name of the program. My name is Jimmy Pardo. We are joined by a a returning guest. We were lucky enough to have him in the studio the last time that, uh, not the last time he was in L.A., but uh, one of the times he was in L.A. doing a uh, a game down in Anaheim with the uh, Chicago White Sox against the uh, Los Angeles Angels of California, whatever the shit they're calling it, Anaheim. Uh, But we're uh, glad to have him back in the middle of a pandemic. He's taking time away from, I guess, crunching some numbers, prepping for the big game tonight against the Tigers. Uh, Our friend Jason Benetti is back. Hello, Jason. Hi, everybody. Uh, What I did in an Uber last time, I do at home now. (laughs) <laughs> what so what do you do uh, in fact I, I i said before we went to the break i said uh, I, I was going to ask some questions i'm curious uh I, I, if i'm not mistaken you guys you're not traveling with the team but you're still i for a home for an away game like tonight right you're, you're, the white Sox are playing detroit uh do you still go to the stadium jason or do you just stay at home and do it from there with uh, some sort of a green screen no, so what we do is we go to the ballpark uh, right now and we go to the uh, the booth that we typically sit in for White Sox home games and they've got a screen, a, a group of like three screens for us to look at at our own positions. Then they have a big monitor in the back of the booth we can turn and look at. We have the program monitor, which everybody sees at home, everything that you're seeing while you're watching the game. And then we've got a high home camera above home plate looking at all of the fielders. We have two cameras trained on the bullpen. We have one on the scoreboard and we have other options as well that we can add depending on situations. So we can look at the high first camera, high third base camera, whatever it might be that we think we're going to need that night. Uh, we we have a lot of looks at the ballpark, but Steve and I are about 12 feet apart in the booth. I don't know why I'm looking over there. He's not here. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I turn when we're in the same booth. So, uh, yeah, Steve would be over there and he's uh, he's well distant from me. But, yeah, we do it from the we do it from the ballpark. Um, and uh, has it proven? I mean, look. Nobody would know the difference. It's you guys are if I and I, I don't want to disparage anybody, but when you listen to other broadcasts, uh, I don't think they're as smooth as the way you guys are handling it. I, you would have no idea that you're not uh, there. I mean, and that basically you're watching it on television. Um, some other ones, it's obvious that they're watching it on television, mainly because they tell you it every time they're calling a, <laughs> a, a, a thing. Um, 
Uh, far and, be it for announcers to take themselves too seriously. Uh, and by the way, which is what makes you guys wonderful, both you and Steve. Uh, you, you make fun of each other. You make fun of yourselves. And that is what uh, I find so endearing. And then when you uh, were doing the games during the uh, when they were, I guess they were streamed on Facebook or YouTube, YouTube. Um, when you and Chuck Garfine were uh, doing the games again, you guys, it was just like watching. It was literally watching like a never not funny if we were to, hey, let's, for one day, let's call baseball. And it was like that where uh, it, it was almost like the old days of Harry Carey getting drunk in the booth. And, uh, oh, by the way, there's a baseball game going on. It was that. Well, I have two thoughts on that. Number one, nothing says we weren't. And then number two, <laughs> there is a situation I can envision where we get together on Never Not Funny and we do a baseball game, all of us together. Like, there's no reason I couldn't share my screen and we all just do a baseball game to see what it would be like <laughs> at some point. Um, first of all, yes. Second of all, nobody's interested in that outside of the five of us. <laughs> in fact, well, I can't like, We would be so happy. I yeah, mean, I'm not even, I'm not even, even sure. the four of us. Yeah, I was going to say, we, we might even be able to whittle that number down a little bit. Um, <laughs> well, there's three guys that have nothing to add to the conversation when it comes to baseball. Basically. So, yeah. Yep. Well, you could all, and then, then you're listening to ESPN on Sunday nights. Now, here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> hey, That's I can fired. say it. Jason can't. Uh, he's married to J-Lo. Now, here's the thing. I, um, uh, Jason Benedict's here. He's in Chicago. As we, so, Jason, are you enjoying the aspect of not traveling to these games? Is it making life easier? Or is it, uh, are you missing it? You're missing going to these other parks and, 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 and grab ass with the other uh, broadcasters and teams and so on. We do a ton of grab ass. Attaboy. <laughs> so much grab ass. Um, yeah, I, I miss I miss getting to walk around the concourse of the ballparks. Once a series, basically, wherever we went, I'd go down from the booth about 45 minutes before the game and just mill around and, like, grab whatever food they have that, that's fun and interesting at their ballpark. And, like, last year, we're in Detroit tonight. Sox are in Detroit tonight. We're at home, obviously. I just said that. Uh, but they have a carousel at Comerica Park, and Stoney and I rode the merry-go-round <laughs> as our open for a game last year in Detroit. And just those, like, flecks of life and vivid uh, enjoyment of the earth – that we all miss like you can see where my state of mind is with my walls like there's nothing nothing <laughs> there's nothing i miss things so yeah i i miss that a great deal and just getting to see friends in the industry and just people that we bs with and you know the, the grab ass then why uh, listen you control your own home why do you refuse to put artwork up why why you could put anything up you want so uh, you know, you know how sometimes people will hear you say something and they'll say something back and you'll say, that's not the takeaway. That was not what you should <laughs> take from that. <laughs> Hashtag not the takeaway. Uh, what I would say is I watched uh, the film Up in the Air, the George Clooney movie. Uh huh. And I thought, boy, a barren crash pad would be a great home. <laughs> not the takeaway. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, listen, uh, I disagree. I think that was the take. I pointed. I love that movie. And I, it made me fall in love with uh, Anna Kendrick. And then she did plenty of work after that, that uh, I lost my love. Um, that, nice. uh, we have, gr we have grab ass in that already. Uh, all my stuff is in my home studio. I do the Korean baseball games for ESPN from my living room and I've got like plush toys and, uh, they, they do that rate my Skype room. Have you seen rate my Skype room on Twitter? I it's had somebody. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the but, guy, he gives a guy or lady, give uh, 
out of 10, they rate your background. So I got a six out of 10 on my background for ESPN games because they said that I should get rid of the vertical book stack and then make them horizontal or get rid of the horizontal book stack and make them vertical. And they said I needed to have more art. So I put up pictures of Art Fleming, Art Carney, and (laughs) Arthur the Aardvark. Very nice. Right in their face. uh, Suck it right, right my Skype out of the shit it is. Take uh, that random person I don't know who yes. occupies a place in my mind now. <laughs> they do. They won. In a way, they won. You, yes, you had a good comeback, but they still won, didn't they? <laughs> they unquestionably won. So I just tore everything off my other walls. <laughs> hey, let's talk. Since you brought it up, I, in fact, I did not know you were still doing the Korean baseball because, like any American, once uh, once MLB started up, we all lost interest in Korean baseball. Um, I know people were staying up like because it would come on at like two in the morning, five in the morning. Uh, Los Angeles time and people would either get up early or, or stay up late to watch them but the second MLB started it was like we're good we're now that Tyler Saladino is no longer in the league we don't even we don't we have no reason to watch this uh, but you're still doing it Jason I am yeah I on Sundays uh, Jess Mendoza the analyst has become a good friend we have a good time doing the games together and I can do that game do a day game with the Sox and then kind of sleep it off to mm-hmm. a night game on Monday. So it actually, it works okay. Sleep pattern wise, but no, it's, it's honest. It's been really fun getting to know the game and Saladino's gone former white Sox alert over, but Daniel Polka is taking his spot. Now we're talking. So big, big, uh, burly, uh, kegerator operator, uh, Daniel Polka. I mean, he's, he's the life of everybody's party. He's going to go to Korea and become a superhero. Well, I hope so. He, uh, he deserves success. He's a handsome young man, and he's a good ball player, nice firm thighs, as they used to say back in the day. <laughs> um, they used to say it, Garrett. They used I to unnecessarily uh, tell you about the, the ball player's thighs when they were at the, at the plate. They would go, oh, there he is, nice firm thighs. Uh, <laughs> and then you go, okay. I, so they would also talk about that in golf as well. They would uh, talk about the firm thighs in golf, the announcer. Uh, I don't know if they're allowed to talk about the firm thigh anymore. <laughs> Are they? We, didn't, we didn't take any courses in firm thigh discussion. <laughs> it uh, seems so like I think sh- that, yeah, I think that might be over. I'm not sure. All right. Well, listen, you know, everything ebbs and flows. I, I'd like to, I think firm thigh is going to come back at some point. Matt, your thoughts on firm thigh. Well, I, I'm glad that Jason isn't talking about it without having been properly educated on what a, thir- <laughs> what a good firm thigh looks like. You need to take the classes before you can start talking about it with authority. It's like a sommelier. <laughs> right don't just i don't want some amateur opinion of thighs like give me a professional take um all right i'm, I'm imagining go. the class people just put their legs up on the table and the teacher professor says uh firmness one to ten is like the like it's like a mose scale or something right right yeah if i may i'm gonna start a website rate my thigh and uh see where we're coming in on that I, by the way i think i'm a four as far as thighs go i got uh I got a big thigh, but it's not necessarily muscular. It's not. Uh, it's. I don't know if I don't have. A, I don't know if I have. Fir- I have firm. I have very firm calves. Yeah, you I don't do. know if I have firm thighs. Your, your calves are overly firm. I would say that you've got monster calves. <laughs> They're ridiculous. My my calves are ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. They look like uh, it's like you, you're like a normal man, but then your your calves are like the calves of Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's it's bizarre how uh, you would think that I do nothing but ride my bike when I'm not talking into a microphone. Yeah. That's how firm my calves are. I wish I would have uh, taken at least the first course because I don't know how well people self-evaluate their thighs and calves. Well, I I, I don't know. 
Well, I'm here, I'm here. I don't know about Jimmy's take. I'm here to tell you Jimmy's calves are monstrous. <laughs> like you don't need even to trust a lay his person. Word. Yeah, I, just like a, a guy oh, on the street. Yes. That's why every time he wears shorts, I'm just it's jarring to see. <laughs> it is, uh, you know, and I also, Jason, you don't know this about me, but I am. Uh, I, I have literal to no hair on my legs, little to no uh, hair. And my son, who uh, Oliver, who's about to turn 13, he has very hairy legs. And he said to me the other day, Dad, you have no hair on your legs at all. Uh, were you a burn victim? That was his. <laughs> Jesus. And I think he was saying it comedically, but he was also curious. Like, why Why do I have zero hair on my legs? Yeah. Why? Well, I, I don't know. How about, does that work? Is that a gen- It should be a genetic thing, wouldn't you be. think? Yeah. Uh, well, the other side of the family, the uh, the Koenigs, uh, Walter and then uh, God rest his soul, Andrew Koenig, um, they both had a lot of hair. Well, Walter still has hair, a lot of hair on his legs, but uh, before... Uh, and then Andrew had a lot of hair on his legs too. They're a hairy people, the candy. <laughs> I don't know. Were your hair, your legs are, were always pretty hairless, Jimmy? You know, I will say this. They look less hairy today than they did even when we made fun of them the last time on the show. <laughs> because I, I wanted to say, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe a podcast isn't the best place to diagnose this, but I'm going to say it. it. Over the last maybe three or four years, my ankles have gone bald. Oh, can I recommend it if I may? Hims, forhims.com. Uh, that's for all men's hair loss. And I don't know if it, if it targets the ankle. But, I, I'm uh, not, yeah, I'm not sure that I care that they've gone bald, but it's just an odd thing to have had hair there and now they don't have hair, hair there. Well, did as you somebody molt? with <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't I don't even. Yeah, like that's a good question. Did it happen all at once or was it over a mm. period of time? It just is very disconcerting to look at. So you never saw like you never woke up and there was like a small ring of ankle hair. (laughs) No, I didn't. Where they rest? No, no, no. That that's true. That would have been a a telltale sign of molting. Well, uh, listen. There's only one way to find out, and again, that's forhims.com. See if uh, that'll uh, come back and uh, help those out. Uh, Forhims.com/slash/pardo. I don't know what the code is. Uh, All right, Jason Benetti is here. He's taking time away from apparently calling every baseball game that uh, is aired on any given network at any given time. Um, the, uh, if you were not, a, here's the thing, I'm going to tell you this. If you're not a baseball fan or you're not a white Sox fan, uh, listening to these white Sox games is the most peace that I've had, uh, since this whole pandemic started. It's three hours to shut your mind off and, uh, win or lose prefer they win. Uh, the mind shuts down. You get to watch the game. And yes, it wanders and you can look at Twitter and so on and so forth while it's happening. But, um, just hearing these two guys who are, are, are the best in the business, Jason and Steve Stone. There's not a better play-by-play guy or a better color analyst than, than Steve Stone. Uh, the two of them together are just wonderful. So even if you're not into the game, hearing the... Uh, if you want to hear Jimmy Pardo jokes, that's where to go because Benetti's ripping me off, too. That's the other thing that's happening on these broadcasts. <laughs> Benetti is coming at me. Uh, and I brought it up... La- Jason, I brought it up last week on the show that you did a a jimmy pardo joke that I, I was mad and also jealous that i hadn't said it uh, verbatim a ball kept going over the right fielder's head i forget uh, who hit it and who was catching it it kept going and he said and steve Stone had said it, it keeps it sailing over his head and you went ah that's a christopher cross out or something like that <laughs> christopher cross fly ball that's what you said <laughs> and that's a pardo joke man so uh expect to hear something from my people I think I, how do your people communicate? Where should I expect to receive the message? 
Uh, probably at your home, but somebody's going to knock on the door and hand you a piece of paper. <laughs> I don't want that. Well, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't want that. You're going to be subpoenaed, and this, uh, that's, how, that's how my people communicate. Somehow I preferred that it just, like, gets transmitted into my brain. Like, somehow somebody at the door was more menacing yeah. than yes. some of the other options I had put forth in my own mind. We take thievery very seriously at Porto <laughs> Inc. And we are coming and we're going to take you down. I, I hate to bring this up, Jimmy, but I think you might have blown your own case when you admitted that you had not actually said this phrase yourself out loud. And it's you were, the and thought you were process. We are stealing. We're st- uh, we're, we're thinking we're, st- uh, we're 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 suing for thought. So he, if, if he stole your <laughs> essence is what you're saying. He stole my essence. He, uh, <laughs> if yes. we've learned anything from blurred lines, that is that is a valid. Uh, yeah, a valid it's stance. the vibe. Yeah, you can you can basically you can copyright a vibe. Yeah. That's right. So, I, I've committed essence larceny. Yes. <laughs> yes. That sucks. <laughs> well, I think uh, that should have been taught right, right alongside thigh analysis is like, you know, how do you how do you avoid stealing essence? I'll tell you this as well, Jason. Uh, I booked you specifically for this time so we could witness the knock on the door and you receiving <laughs> that subpoena. Oh, wow. He's going to look like- over his. We're like one step away from citizen's arrest. It is. It's close. I've got, you know, my family's right there in Westmont. I sent a family member over uh, with this because it's got to be somebody that's not involved in the uh, it can't be a lawyer. Right. It's got to be somebody that's uh, somebody else has to deliver the subpoena. Is that yeah, true? I think so. Yeah. Interesting. It, it cannot be somebody involved in the case. I believe it has to be somebody else has to deliver the uh, subpoena. I also know nothing about law other than what I've seen on television. <laughs> I so mean, it usually is, but I don't I don't know if there's a I mean, maybe it's like state to state. This is interesting, right? Everything <laughs> I know is from the movie Legal Eagles. Everything. <laughs> Not just someone... say the paper chase and try to, like, motivate me to read more books. I'll tell you this. That's the second time that's come up in two days. My wife mentioned the paper chase yesterday. No way. She mentioned that it was what that because uh, my favorite movie of all time, Jason, is Breaking Away. And my wife admitted that she had never wasn't really familiar with it until she met me. And it was and she said it was always like the paper chase to me. It was always a movie I heard about, but never really watched. So in two days, the paper chase has come up twice. That's a lot. Well, maybe I have a counter subpoena on the way. <laughs> I've bugged your home. Uh, well, I welcome it. I welcome the counter suit. Bring it on, Benetti. Right. We're litigious people, the Italian. Uh, <laughs> what uh, you're known for jason minute here is taking time away from crunching some numbers right the stats he likes it all like uh, uh getting ready for the ball game tonight that uh again it's white Sox against the tigers by the time this episode airs though i believe it's a three-game series with the tigers jason it is yeah yeah all right it'll be over by the time people are listening so uh, good luck good uh, three-game sweep for the Sox. um Let's uh, let me go around the. Oh wait, for, before I go around the horn, let me give you guys your uh, your trivia. Yeah. Now, Jason, what happens is my son Oliver, who you've met on a number of occasions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he writes our trivia question each week, and um, uh, it's proven to be uh, uh, fun. And uh, we go to the Jeremy Herbal uh, trivia tin. You can win five dollars, Jason, if you get this right. Uh, or if we all get it wrong and your bet uh, wins the bet, uh, you uh, you will win five dollars. Hey, Jimmy, uh, while we're on the topic, Uh-oh. I think Jason la- might be frozen. No, I just oh. do that on Zoom calls to mess <laughs> with people. Well, you, well it worked. 
Well done. It was well done. It was the best I've ever seen that. God damn it. Uh, go ahead, Matt. You were saying before Jason did his little prank. Uh, we, we were talking last week about uh, maybe doing a recap of the season long contest. Oh, that's true. Elliot was oh, wondering yeah. where we all stand in the... Uh, Jason, what you don't know is that while you're playing this game this week, we've been playing it all season long with a, yeah. a cumulative score running to see who. And by win we, the- we mean Matt versus the rest of us. <laughs> well, uh, one of us, what, four, three of us understand this is for fun and conversation. One of us takes it very, very seriously. Uh, maybe two of us take it seriously. <laughs> no, can we all just start realizing that it's nothing but banter? It's all about banter. You're the one yelling, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) You bring up a good point. Um, All right. So uh, also to that point, uh, the whoever has the most points at the end of this thing wins $50. That is, of course, also courtesy of Jeremy Herbal in the uh, trivia tin. So uh, Jeremy Herbal is a sponsor to the entire trivia uh, the the weekly as well as the uh, the season long. So, Garen, please give us an update. Uh, I'm actually, Jeremy actually made a little spreadsheet with all the scores and stuff on it, so I'm looking for that now. But based on what I have, Jimmy, I have you at 19. The Hardcastle. Matt, I have you at 84. Wait, hang on. Parties work. Wait, what? (laughs) Uh, Well, I'll tell you how it works, Jason. I suck at trivia. That's how it works. Or betting. So this is, Jason, Jason, this is the 24th uh episode of the season so for 24 we uh 24 weeks we've been betting zero to 25 and i see and if you get it right you get whatever you bet and then that accumulates over the season yeah and there are no there's no minusing i would have done better to just get one point a week i'd be doing better than what i have going on right now (laughs) you would have had to get 24 questions right as a reminder the average age of the uh, soldier in vietnam was 19 no, 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 no. Uh, go right, Garen. So nineteen. Matt has eighty-four. I don't know why you had to go in that order. Now give me yeah, you and Elliot. Like a, not good. Uh, well, not, you know not what? Great I'm going in order of how I have it listed on my page. Elliot has four fifty-three. <laughs> Just let it go. Just let it go. Can't. It's the easiest thing to do. <laughs> I have forty. Okay. Guest has no, thirty. Normal person would have went. Uh, Jimmy has nineteen. I have forty something. Elliot's got fifty-three. And Matt's got eighty-four. That's how. That's how but, most would have done. Uh, I mean, but Jimmy, it's yeah, this, the way it was written on his thing. There's no way that he could have it's looked just, at that and then like yeah, started I, reading know. them. As a re- I, by the way, as a reminder, before the uh, before this all happened, Jason Benetti told us about the forty-nine camera angles he has to look at <laughs> to call a baseball game, <laughs> and he does it. You couldn't look at four numbers and put them in order. <laughs> as soon as I started, I was like, I'm doing this in the wrong order. But yeah, not really. You started with the right one yeah yeah you started right it it was number two that tripped you up (laughs) you made me thoroughly confused about the scoring system i thought you were gonna say well 19 and then 84 and then matt's got flintstone vitamins like that could have been any the third one could have been anything after those first two numbers that's true uh, i'm just ashamed of my own showing to be honest are you i have 19 dickhead it can't i'm a professional trivia player you say that champion oh god you want a sandwich once at a bar that's what happened (laughs) You got uh, trophies, Jimmy. But here, here's what I've learned from this: is I don't know that we can beat Matt. No kidding. You've got two two uh, weeks left to, to wait. What what was your score, Elliot? Fifty something. No, there's no way, Elliot. You can Elliot if can, you get El- twenty five on the next two questions. Yeah, but Matt's not going to bet twenty five. Matt's not going to. Uh, doesn't matter. Uh, if I get them wrong. Oh, that's right. So, so Elliot, wrong, the only hope you have is to bet twenty five for each, and to hope that Matt gets both questions wrong. Well, good luck to you. Mm. 
Well, I can guarantee it ain't happening this week. Here's your topic. Sounded sincere. <laughs> uh, actually, Garen technically has a chance, too, though, I believe, because if he... All right, All right so everybody has a chance but me. Is that what we're getting at? <laughs> that's, I just want to make sure that that's hammered home. Somehow Jason, who doesn't even, he's not even into this season-long thing, has a better chance at winning the 50 bucks than I do. He does. <laughs> he actually, as no, the he, guest... He actually does. Yeah. All right, Jason, no. Elliot, Garen, Elliot, here's your topic for this week. Uh, right. This week. It is sports... Uh, uh, parenthetical rile them up rile them up sports rile them up and I was told by Oliver to deliver it that way so can I ask a quick question absolutely Jason why would you not always bet 25 Um, because Because you want the weekly five dollars if you want the weekly five dollars that strategy plays into it I see if yeah if we all get it wrong uh, that's whoever bet the least wins and then obviously if you even if you get it right uh you could lose if someone else gets it right and bets more i see yep um all right so here's your question everybody got Wait, hold, on, hold on hold on hold on no. you said rile them up yeah rile them up can't rile to, them up i can't wait to find out what rile them up means <laughs> i'm gonna go with my usual bet uh, knowing uh like just having uh observed oliver's question writing style over the 24 weeks i'm gonna say that uh this question is about sports but it's actually going to be more about like uh fan chants or like yeah, some, something, something like outside that. of mm-hmm. the game itself like like cheerleaders and, or something and no, does that make you, does that give you any more confidence in, in being able to get, get not at all nope less less confidence uh, actually <laughs> I was going to say, ordinarily, I don't like giving that away, that kind of clues. Uh, but Jay, to your, uh, Jason, does he has no idea the kind of questions that Oliver has been writing. Right. Uh, so that actually is helpful for Jason to understand like where Oliver's coming from with these. Uh, yep. So here's I'm your question. I'm just listening for the door right now, honestly. <laughs> I, have, I have one headphone out. I... <laughs> um, all right, here we go. Okay. Uh, also, you should know this. Uh, uh, Jason, my son has the worst handwriting in the world, so I always have a tough time uh, reading these um, here we go. When football, everybody got their bed in? Yes. Yeah. When football coach Lane Kiffin, K-I-F-F-I-N, announced retirement, fans were so upset that a gun shop owner organized an event where angry fans could shoot what item of Kiffin's likeness? When football coach Lane Kiffin announced retirement, Fans were so upset that a gunshot a gunshot fans were so upset that a gun shop owner organized an event where angry fans could shoot what item of Kiffin's likeness? What item seems like a weird phrasing, right? What yes. item of Kiffin's yeah. likeness? Huh. Hmm. Follow up. Who the shit is Lane? <laughs> no idea at all. I've heard the name. I can say I've met Lane Kiffin. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But I do not know the answer to this at all. And you so I feel, feel humiliated. <laughs> but so you don't need to recuse yourself. He didn't bring uh, it up when you met him. He didn't say, hey, uh, did you ever see that likeness of likeness mine that got shot me. up? <laughs> uh, well, who does he who does he coach for, Jason? Or who, uh, who did he before he retired? So uh, it was Tennessee. He was at he was at Tennessee, I believe, is the, is the story that's going here. He's at Florida. He was at Florida Atlantic. And I want to say he got hired by somebody else, and I can't remember where he is right now. But but I knew him when he was at Florida Atlantic when he was coming back from the whole thing. Okay. Uh, does that help anybody with their uh, 
Maybe. Only maybe vaguely. Not, not, not make a worse answer than I could possibly make. Can we agree we like the name Lane Kiffin? I, I'm a yes. fan of the name Lane Kiffin. Yeah. Sounds like somebody be on Friday Night Lights. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> on, Lane. Totally. <laughs> oh, come on, Coach Kiffin. Come on, Coach. We're going to be good this year. You got that right, Donnie? Thank you, Lane. Right, that's that's an example of the dialogue on Friday night uh, videos, isn't it? Friday night videos. <laughs> Friday night videos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't seen Friday night videos, so I, I assume that's possible. Don't you remember Friday night videos? It would be uh, they'd show videos on Friday nights. <laughs> it's right there in the title, isn't it? Yep. I'm uh, torn. Right, I got to write. I'm torn. Can I ask a question? Guesses. Do you get any points for funny answers if you don't know the answer? Uh, just just the joy of a laugh. Just the joy yeah. of the laugh. You get points for in your own life in the head. Yeah. Interesting. It might be worth it. <laughs> might be. Yeah, if you know you're not going to get it. Um, Could be worth it. I'm, I'm writing mine down. I'm writing it down. Mm. And I'm going with that. Can you read it one more time, Jimmy? Uh, not, not well, but I, I could certainly read it. Okay. His uh, likeness. When football coach Lane Kiffin announced retirement, fans were so upset that a gun shop owner organized an event where angry fans could shoot what item of Kiffin's likeness? Oh. Could shoot what item of Kiffin's likeness? By the way, there's a comma after item. I or my son's pen just went bananas. Uh, he's got he's got he's got capital letters and small letters in the middle of the same word. <laughs> and well, R and angry looks like a K. It is the worst. His handwriting is the worst. Let his me tell you, I have horrible handwriting myself, and I was signing a bunch of books this weekend to ship off to people. I literally had to concentrate on how I was writing my name because I f could not remember how to cursively sign my name correctly. We don't really do it anymore, right? We don't was, really yeah, write anything anymore. Yeah. So it, it is, it's weird. Changing my answer. I just scratched out one thing and wrote something else. Just like was, were, God, I'm thinking of the same thing. Were you still, rattled? Still was it like having the hiccups and getting scared when, when Garen said he uh, signed a bunch? Did that scare you into another answer? <laughs> I was just, yeah, I was, I was so, uh, it really made me reevaluate everything, honestly. Um, all right, Jason Benetti is here. He's taking time away, but let me go around the horn, uh, check in with everybody. Uh, um, Jason, quick question before I get to Garen, though. How do you stay, you stay in good shape, right? Uh, you're a gentleman who is in the booth for the most part, but in Chicago, you've got nothing but pizza and Italian beef and combo sandwiches. How do you how do you stay uh, fit, especially during a pandemic? I uh, what I do is I don't eat any of that right now. I've lost actually like twelve pounds during all this because wow. I'm eating at home more uh, and I'm not going and getting fat at the restaurants. I, I mean, that, when when football season rolls around and I'm traveling every week to go to a new city, we try to hit restaurants and, you know, just taste the local flavor. Right. And we eat big meals. And I, I have found my there was there was one time this year where I had had too much of that pizza and I couldn't get my top button button for a basketball game. And I had to go and ask the guy I was doing the game with Dan Dockich if he could button my top button for me in like an Ames, Iowa, Fairfield Inn, which is basically <laughs> the low point of my life. <laughs> and then he was trying to do it and he basically had to choke me out to get like, <laughs> I, I had like a, I had fat neck. Yep. Oh. And so he had to like go and grab and like choke my uh, shirt closed. It was terrible. So yes, I have gotten uh, bigger and since, since lost it. You couldn't uh, just do the leave it undone and hide it with the tie trick. You couldn't have done that. 
Is that a trick? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I oh, mean, yeah. I've done it. You leave that unbuttoned, but then you put the tie up and the, and the tie kind of uh, hides the fact that that button is uh, not buttoned. I wish I would have known that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, I will do that next time when I have fat <laughs> gizzard neck. <laughs> I think it depends on how close how close it is to being yeah. buttonable, because if it's not close, the, oh, yeah, if it's, the right. ties, you're going to see the shirt, you know, popping out underneath well, the if ties. you're worried about that, though, get one of those big 70s ties and just have a big, a big honking big knot there. Mm. There's also those little things where you, uh, there's little extenders where you That's can, what I was gonna say, yeah. put one on one side and then it connects over here uh, so that your shirt, uh, you, it, and by the way, everybody's aware of it. It's like a toupee. Every, everybody's onto it because it, uh, and if you do it with your pants too, everything's just a little off yeah. and mm. uh, it's, it, it's no longer centered. Um, so, but at least you're comfortable. At least you're comfortable. That's all that matters. If you, right. it's better to look good than to feel good, my buddies told me on SNL once. What if uh, I covered it with a flavor flave clock? Yeah, <laughs> I mean that would distract. Yeah, that's a high. That's that's, that's a, a high, that's that's a high that's clock. A very high clock. Yeah, flavor flave liked it a little lower, but I think it. I think it'll work. Um, at the risk of uh, saying something that everybody already knows, uh, when I when I was growing up, you know, you measure your neck to find out what size shirt you're supposed to get. And I was never comfortable. And I realized you measure your neck and then you add a half size or even a size so that so because nobody's going to notice when you tie your tie up that you've got that extra space. But then you can wear you can wear a collared shirt and not drive yourself nuts because it's too tight. Yeah, that is obvious. (laughs) (laughs) You might think so, but I didn't know the other trick. So, no, uh, I'm dumb when it comes to necks. (laughs) And, and we know you haven't been trained in thighs either, so. It's really just body parts in general that you don't have anatomy. a lot of knowledge about. Yeah, just take an anatomy class. That's all you need. I would, uh, you've seen my you've seen my motor seals. I was terrible at operations, so I just gave it up. Like I kept hitting the side with the rib, and so I was like, I don't need to know this crap. Right, scram. <laughs> uh, I would like you tonight during the uh, play during the uh, the broadcast to just constantly comment on every player's neck. Like you just became, <laughs> now because it's so in your head now, you can't stop thinking about necks. That's Take a look at that, Steve. Oh, that guy's got a neck on him. Take a look at the, <laughs> it's a real fit neck right there. That's a nice that neck. jersey lays nicely around that guy's neck. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's check in with Garen Cockrell. Garen J.S. Minetti is here. Uh, Want to give you an update on that. Uh, what's going on over there at the Never Not uh, Funny Weather Desk, uh, sponsored by dogpile.com and popculturebeast.com? Uh, I'm doing well. Um, I started watching uh, The Morning Show. Oh, That's boy. The, I, don't you, I don't know if you guys have seen that. Is that the but... Steve Carell, Jennifer Aniston thing that uh, yeah. nominated for a lot of awards? I, yeah. I, I tried twice. So how, how, how are you doing? I am kind of obsessed with it. Really? Oh. Yeah, I'm kind of upset. Jennifer Aniston is fantastic, and so is Reese Witherspoon. I'm a little concerned about how they're presenting Steve Carell, uh, like his character. Like, what are they trying to say with... Because you haven't seen it, so you don't really know everything that goes on, but it's interesting how they're sort of handling that, and I just got to an episode that's really uncomfortable, and it really kind of flips him around completely, and I don't want to spoil anything. But I did, yeah. You, I, you haven't spoiled anything uh, except for this conversation, because nobody <laughs> has a clue. Well, it, what, none of you guys have watched it? No. no. I, I, like, oh, I, I watched, have I watched like, two. So, like, basically, Steve Carell's like a, like a Matt Lauer. So he's yeah. like a guy, like a beloved Thank morning show guy helpful. who then gets, okay, so, yeah. he gets me too And, um, but I did even even only two episodes in. I was wondering, like, what is the what's the goal here? What are what are we trying <laughs> to accomplish with this story? Like, what are we trying to say about all this? Because it well, seemed like they, they were this... they were going towards a direction of let's try to find 
a sympathetic angle on that or something or maybe yeah like i'm not a bad guy and every time you see him he's not and you're like i get i get what you're saying he's a good guy who just likes to have sex with people he works with but (laughs) then they go to this this episode that's like a flashback and they reveal something that actually happened you're like oh you're a scumbag oh no so you just erase all that pleasantness you're presenting it's Mm -hmm. just very weird but I, man, I've watched eight episodes in two days. How I many got, episodes are there total? Garen? I think there's ten. All right, you got two more then. So I got two. It's 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 maddening that Reese Witherspoon got ignored for this movie. She didn't get nominated for anything, and she's fantastic. So it's I love it. I'm, when I'm will kind we of just acknowledge that award shows are stupid? Uh, even though I watch them every year, I do watch the end. But it's mm-hmm. like you know, the, you know, again, we're calling some things that don't have a single laugh in them comedies. And then uh, people are slighted when they shouldn't be. Like, it's all dumb. and uh, It's drama. At risk of being this dickhead, should we uh, really be taking time out to pat ourselves on the back and show business while people are out of their jobs and so on and so forth? I'm asking. Well, you could say the same thing about us doing this dumb podcast. <laughs> people need to be entertained, Matt. People need to be entertained. They need to laugh. And we're here to provide well, that's it. What, that's what award shows are, do, too. We right? are here. We're essential workers. The, the, the state said so. Podcasting is essential workers. They did. I think they were talking <laughs> they, about Ira Glass, but it's true. They did say that. <laughs> they said act pod- one. Act one. <laughs> See? Uh, we cannot live without those tones of you Ira Glass. That. Yeah, it's very soothing and, and troubled times you need the soothing tones of hourglass i I don't know like i i do think that you know the way you describe uh, watching a baseball game being very soothing to you i think some people find award shows kind of a a nice distraction from reality and so uh, i you know what to to to, to, i i will uh, negate everything i just said because the other day i was having a tough day and i thought if just a bunch of actors could do an over-the-top reading of a song it would really really (laughs) calm me down right now everybody could just really get yeah, together it gives you something to be mad at isn't that uh, isn't well that nice? that's true it gives a banter for the stupid show uh all right garen uh what else uh, anything else besides uh, the program what's the well, first of all what's the weather like we need to know that of course oh here in north sherman oaks we have a 82 degrees and sunny 82 in uh, van nuys all right good to know uh all right give me your answer on this about uh, lane kiffin uh who again uh jason has met but does not help him with the answer I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to admit to something right now. You don't know what football is? I, not really. I, my answer is pinata. That's my answer. That's an but, admission? No, here's what I have to admit. I could not remember the word pinata oh. to save my life. So I had to Google thing full of candy oh. that you hit <laughs> to remember the word pinata. Oh boy. Now if that's so whether you if that's right that. if that's gonna if that's the right answer, I, we might have to go to the judges on this. <laughs> I will I tell ask you. what else came up when you Googled that. <laughs> The, the name of the that. coach in this question. <laughs> that is, if that would have happened, I would have definitely not. I would have admitted that immediately. You know, of course I could you not remember that word to save my life. You, you, you play this game with integrity. I will. I, I will admit now that I did not understand the question. I did not. Uh, oh, your really? answer leads me to believe that I did not understand the question. Um, oh boy. Well, yeah. here's what's weird. I pinata is the thing that I wrote down and then scratched out. So I'm going to be doubly. Uh, oh, I wonder well, if you changed it to my other answer because I have a backup answer. 
I had that like I was thinking about switching to. I so had like I'm three, curious yeah, one. I had three different thoughts, and uh, so this we'll, is we'll a disaster. This whole thing's a disaster. I cannot this wait whole to find out. Out of order. I cannot, I cannot, <laughs> cannot wait to find out what you said, Jimmy. This is a unbelievable. How much I misunderstood this question. <laughs> I'd like to blame it on my son's handwriting, and I can't. It's just me being a dumb old man. That's really what it comes down to. Jimmy, do you do better with like match game phrase questions? If they said, dumb Dora is so <laughs> on an object from a gun store owner. I would say, how on an object from a gun store owner, a gun store owner is she? Oh boy, my would mouth you, didn't want to say any of that. Would you say that? <laughs> oh, apparently not. Apparently I wouldn't have said it. That was weird. My my tongue like literally tried to choke myself. That's how bad it was. Yeah, you're like <laughs> you're like Benetti's collar back in the old days. <laughs> that was uh, out of the old Ames, Iowa days. A Fairfield in was that? Were you doing uh, college football at that time, Gary, uh, uh, Jason? Uh, college basketball it was Iowa State versus Iowa. The whole state's eyes were on my collar. <laughs> <laughs> was that for national broadcast? I guess what I'm getting at is what level were you as a broadcaster that you were staying at a Fairfield in? Uh, or was that, that was, just that was this November? I was working for ESPN. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, yeah. This was recently. Was the Hyatt booked? Why were you at a... Uh, by the way, I, I've stayed at many a Fairfield Inn in my years doing comedy. Uh, they are a fine uh, establishment. I just would expect ESPN to put you up in a little uh, little swankier dig. Well, I have not yet... I So I when I was in London, I, I did high tea at the Ritz just to see what it was like, but I did not notice that there's a Ritz in Ames, Iowa. <laughs> okay. Uh it's a lovely place, but they don't have uh, 25 floor hotels. I see. So uh, the Fairfield Inn was the best you were going to get. The lovely people, cl clean rooms. I was there for a night and a half at Continental Breakfast. Uh, I'm in, I don't want to pay for my breakfast when I'm traveling. So here, I'm here. totally in for that. I am too. And again, I like the Fairfield Inn. I just, I'm surprised that the, uh, that the network, and surprised that you accepted it, quite frankly. I would have walked if I were you. I mean, <laughs> I you probably, probably couldn't because or else your head would have popped off. Walking is never my best solution. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I think uh, Fairfield Inn should adopt that phrase as their tagline. Fairfield Inn, the best you're going to get. <laughs> well, I, again, I like Fairfield Inn. I don't know why I'm, I'm not crapping on them as much as I am uh, somebody else. Uh, all right. Garen, I wish you a lot of luck with Pinata. Wait till you get to my <laughs> dumb answer and you see how badly I screwed this thing up. What a disaster. All right, let me check in with Elliot Hopeberg, see how he's doing. Elliot Hopeberg is, Hello. of course, the Iron Dragon. He's keeping the, the, the video village uh, down pat there in Palms, California. Uh, Elliot, anything happened over the week that we need to uh, talk about? Share with Jason? Nothing that we need to, but I have something that I think might be interesting. Let's find and out maybe together. Even, maybe even on topic. So we've talked in the past about the Marble League. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, the yeah, the the, uh, the 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 YouTube uh, that now John Oliver sponsors the Marble League. Correct. So it's like an Olympics for marbles. Yeah. And you know, one of the you can think of it as charming or dumb, depending on your perspective. But they talk as though the marbles are people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 they, you know, oh, he, he, I guess their strategy there, like a marble has a strategy. <laughs> um, but uh, what I discovered this weekend was not only is there that, but there is the equivalent of an ESPN for the Marble League. I can't remember what it's called, but somebody has gone to the trouble. I'm going to say to 3D print some uh, some little actuators, then attach very, very tiny headsets to marbles <laughs> to then go over what? and review. And, and I... 
you know, it was charming and I watched it for a few minutes. I couldn't watch the whole thing because I could not, I could not bring myself to accept the idea that there's two levels now of marbles thinking marbles <laughs> have any control over what they're doing. But I, I, I found it charming. And so I thought I, I'd, I thought I'd share it with you. I love that idea. I think it was really called MR, like, like Mar Mar Marble Review, maybe. Something and like you're, that. Uh, are you following the marble races, the Marvel Olympics? I have. The O'Rangers are in the lead. Are they? now, yes. <laughs> uh, they they definitely are. And the, and the Minty Maniacs are not are not doing as well. They they were they were up early, but now I think they're in fifth or sixth. Mm. It comes down to strategy. That's what I learned from uh, from my <laughs> well. It's up. also training. Obviously, you've got to you've got to make sure that you train, yeah. uh, and then teamwork. Because clearly, like in the uh, in the what was it, the black hole uh, drop or whatever it's called, you know, there's a lot of strategy there, and you gotta you gotta you know sometimes you gotta sacrifice for the team. That's what we learn from watching that. Elliot, you, go, I was gonna ask yes, quickly. Do you think the uh, do you think the quarantine affected the conditioning of the marbles? Do you think they uh, maybe got a little out of shape well, during quarantine? I gotta tell you, I don't think it did, and here's why: if you watch that game, there is no social distancing, and I haven't seen a single mask. Oh, oh, so they so didn't. They're acting like there's nothing going on. As far as I can tell, the whole thing's a hoax, according to the marble. <laughs> well, I look. They haven't come out and said it, but from the practice, the, from how they're uh, conducting themselves, I would have to assume that that there's some something along those lines. Yeah, it's a hoax. So are we are we making fun of that being on television? Because if so, I have a, there's a pain in my heart because I believe since I have been here last time and I don't think I had done it when I was in person yet, I have called play by play for the National uh, Electricians Championships. Wait. No, this is new information. Walk I have so interested. means. So I got a phone call that said, hey, uh, one day a year, ESPN2 turns into the Ocho, like in dodgeball. Mm -hmm. And so they do a bunch of ridiculous sports like slippery stair climbing and things like that. And they're doing the National Electricians Championships. Can you come into a studio and narrate the Electricians Championships? And I said, uh, that would be shocking or something equally pithy. <laughs> and so I get in there and my color analyst is the electrician from this old house, Scott Karen. <laughs> like, wow. Karen? Vila's television program, Electrician, was my analyst. And uh -huh. they said, don't prep at all, because we'll <laughs> give you all the information when you get there, and you'll do it off a monitor. And so I came in there with nothing except for charm and wit, which, again, if I can check the gauge here, I'm basically at zero. <laughs> and... So uh, we're, we're going to, they, they say, hey, read through the script once, just do it straight. And then the next time you can riff a little bit, like you and Scott have some fun. So I said, hey, coming up next, it's the individual championship. Stay with us, sparks will fly. <laughs> and the guy from the National Electrician's Championship, like the tournament director or whatever, who was there, a representative was sitting in the studio and he goes, ah, we can't use that. I said, why? He said, well, if sparks fly, that's bad craftsmanship. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I said, well, okay, well, let me do it again. And then I said, hey, uh, stay with us. The individual championship is coming up. Sparks won't fly. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he goes, no, 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 we can't use that. And I said, well, if neither of those lands, <laughs> right? why am I here? Agreed. <laughs> it was, uh, did, you, did you end up having fun with it or was it a lot? Was it that the whole time? No, it was hilariously amazing in every way. Like we're watching these guys do very intricate wiring and piping and assorted like 
untying of twist ties and cables and whatnot but they're like the book that they go off of is like uh it's like infinite jest there are like two thousand pages to this manual and you're like wow they're really good at what they do but yes none of my jokes landed yeah they're, they're not a funny people the electrician that's what it comes down to that's what i'm learning and you ever try to joke marbles. with the guy that comes to your house and he works on your electricity? You ever try to joke with that guy? You're not going to get anything. Jason, I think the real problem was they, they just wanted someone uh, calling the action to be a little more grounded. Hey! 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 Macarena. Oh, right. I was looking for my moment for that exact joke. Well, you missed it, Garrett. You blew it. I did. I did. You blew it. Didn't connect on that one, I guess. Well, you know, if you were just a little bit more current... Hey, we all have him. <laughs> yeah, but Jason, there was too much resistance. He wasn't oh, going to be able to get it in there. Oh, boy. God. I'm staying out of this. I refuse really? to get involved. Yes, I'm staying out of it because I don't like it. It's insulting to my family who is a long line of electricians, and I don't like this kind of comedy. What are you thinking? <laughs> what? Oh, my are God. If I may, I would had you said that, I would have fired you on the spot. <laughs> that one would have cost you the gig. That is, that's not... Wow. Sparks fly, I can let go, but I'm not going to let that one go. Jason, it sounds like you really flipped Jimmy's switch. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. All day long with this. Absolutely. Fun. Uh, oh, Jason, do you watch Holy Moly? You seem like a guy that might watch Holy Moly, the... the, the uh, Miniature golf crazy show with Joe Tessitore and Rob Riggle. You watch that? You know what? I've heard of it and I haven't. Uh, I haven't watched it. No, I'm sorry. It's wonderful. Now, uh, it, a, it's wonderful. It's uh, great family fun. Yet, and the, and the two guys are hysterical. Uh, Riggle and uh, do you know Joe Tessitore from your uh, broadcasting uh, circles and such? I do. I do. He's he's a friend of some friends. So uh, we have we're like three degrees of friends but yeah he's a he's a he's a great guy i'm glad to hear it because he's he boy is he, he he is the best straight man on television boy does he do a great job on that show um, he makes everything intense like he could <laughs> he could take the marble deal that i'm hearing about for the first time and make it very serious um i you know I, admittedly uh when you started doing the korean baseball i was like you know what you should be doing the marbles because you would be you would be uh, great at the marbles. Your your pop culture references and everything that you bring to a broadcast. Uh, I'd like to see you get the marble gig in 2021. <laughs> I was going for slate, but I'll take the marble. Is, is that electrician joke again? I no, it's, a, it's like I, a, I a know surface it's joke. <laughs> I got what it was. <laughs> Uh, all right, Jason Benetti is here. Let me check back in with Elliot Hopeberg, who uh, uh, has to give me his answer for this uh, yes. Lane Kiffin. And again, the more time that I wait, uh, waste getting to my answer, the, <laughs> the more distance we have to remember just how crummy my answer is. Misunderstood the question. I've never been more uh, embarrassed in my life. Go ahead, Elliot. All right. So so I had started thinking maybe it was like an ice sculpture. That's that's the thing that came into my head. But then Tennessee and Florida were brought up and I thought that doesn't seem like that's possible. So I generalized to sculpture, but I said, no, you know what? That's not it either. I I believe that the clue is in uh, that it's a gun owner. I'm going to say a paper target. His face is on a paper target. Like when you shoot at a gun range. Yeah, so we understood it. You, you could, you could, you could. D d d d d what is happening to my mouth today? <laughs> 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 uh, you could walk us through it another million times, Elliot. We, under, we understand what a paper target is. Fair enough. It just seems a little too on the nose. Like, then it's not it, a trivia question. Then it's just like, well, yeah, okay. But, but here's the thing. I have no idea. Right. Yeah, no, but he's, but, but Matt, I don't think you heard him. He said paper target. Oh, oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. 
I now I'm starting to understand the answer. And I are you guys too young to remember? And, and maybe I don't. I assume it was nationwide, but it certainly was happening in the Chicagoland area uh, during the um, uh, the hostage situation with uh, the Ayatollah Khomeini. There were oh. they would sell those paper targets with his face on it yeah. and people yep. would buy them yeah. and bring them home and hang them in their windows and stuff like what a weird thing that was yeah yeah it's weird and then i think they made shirts of of his face on a target uh and a shirt i could somewhat understand because it's uh there's there's something to it but to buy the like is the premise that you're gonna shoot your own window out is it that you, are, you <laughs> are you inviting others to do that's so a yeah, great like, what, point. what are yeah. you doing are you showing support of what of america it, like it, what, it shouldn't what? be in a window no don't don't put that in the window but uh, it's very weird yeah uh yeah that was um weird moment but it, but you can't argue with the cleverness and uh the joy that i got from uh the t-shirt that just said ayatollah asahola <laughs> my brother that's just my great. brother that's great wordplay fun uh or the great steve doll classic ayatollah <laughs> uh, all right jason minetti is here uh we just got elliot's uh answer he went with uh, I, I if i'm not mistaken you said paper target six different ways <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm not sure i'm not sure your count is accurate but i said it more than one way okay as long as i understand so what you're what do you mean is it like one of those things that they would tack up and then you would uh, i look all i got was just blank stares dude so i wasn't sure I, I, what was I understand happening. something i'm attacking your answer because mine can't be dumber <laughs> i can't wait to see how you misunderstood it that's what's, oh yeah, brother too. that's what's oh my brother this is gonna be it like, is, like this, is you, did you answer gun like what did you <laughs> i'm not gonna i can't tell you what i answered i can't i can't tell you till it's my uh, my turn to reveal yeah, right. but know this in the history of answers, mine is the dumbest of all time. Yeah, all right. There's not even a close. It's not even 84 to 19. It's not even as awful as that is. This is worse. Well, the score is going to be getting worse or stay the same, probably. Hey, Matt, speaking of uh, our friend Jason Benetti here was talking about the uh, Bob Veal and so on and so forth. Uh, I saw via your wife's Facebook post that you painted a room over the weekend. Sure did, Jimmy. And as and I, stupid as that is, this going to sound, I am still sore from that uh, endeavor. I get you. You're using muscles and stretching, and 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 yeah, you're using your firm. I got to assume your firm thighs and calves to I did, stay I, I balanced. Tried to, I tried to engage the thigh as much as possible. Yeah, your thick right? neck. Uh, <laughs> and then I, if I'm not mistaken, you went from a pink room to an off white. Yeah, which is uh, which is hard to do because pink yeah. is bright, bright, and white is doesn't cover things very well. Did you use a primer pri- prior to that? Yeah. So you had to do primer all across the whole room, and then you had to paint as well. And yeah, and then two coats of the. And yeah, it was. You it, couldn't convince her on any other color besides the off white. I wasn't involved. By that in I the, mean, it, yeah, it's your I, daughter's room. Yeah, I wasn't involved in the color choice or, or any of that discussion. I just, uh, I'm just a worker. I just go in there and do my job. I don't, I don't I ask questions. Was there ever talk of hiring somebody to do it? No. We're in a pandemic. You want a guy coming in with a possible I, uh, COVID? I had, I, had, I had to have a guy come in and do something with the carpet over the weekend. Uh, so, you know, they come in, they wear a mask, they're in and out. Yeah. Right. Um, but, yeah, but you're, to your point, though, painting would take, uh, even for a professional, it would take uh, an hour a couple hours it takes all day because you got to tape and then you got to prime and then you got to let that dry and then you got to do the coat and then you got to let that dry and then you do no, it was like an all day affair i'm telling you a professional can get it done in no time but uh <laughs> i don't they, know how they, they would there. speed up the process of paint drying jimmy you know how they they don't here's how they don't tape 
They don't yeah, paint anything, right. and they somehow know how to paint and and avoid yeah uh, well, splatter. They, yeah, because I, I after I did it, I, I happened to see a video on YouTube uh, about how how you do that, how you paint without uh, needing tape, and uh, I don't know. I, I guess uh, part of it involves just taking the plates off of the uh, outlets, which I did do, but um, I don't know. You uh, still got to tape up around the. Uh, yeah, ceiling the, yeah, and molding and, and, and molding and so on and so forth yeah yeah uh, uh how's it look does it look good yeah i, I, I give it a b minus <laughs> oh no <laughs> this is still a little pink if you really want to look there's still a little you pink were, in there <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's you're, not, you're asking to cover uh, you went lighter not darker so that's yeah well it, it's uh, a dark room so you didn't we don't want we didn't we wanted to lighten it up i mean that was part of the I see the goal, but yeah, it's. Uh, I wish she's I had too old for pink. Is that the premise? Yeah, yeah. Well, like Elise said, uh, don't let a three-year-old choose the color of her room because when we moved into the house, she was three years old, and we were like, "What, what color do you want your room?" And she was like, "Pink," and we we're like, "Fantastic!" And uh, that was a mistake because no thirteen-year-old or twelve. She's about to turn twelve. Uh, no twelve-year-old wants a pink room. Um. Well, Tuscadero does. Sure. Okay. She's an exception. <laughs> the exception that proves she the She is the exception, right? Uh, what about uh, any of the uh, the young ladies from Greece, the pink ladies? I, sh- I assume that they would like a nice pink room. I think they had the fashion sense to understand that if you like pink, don't paint the room pink. You'd use the mm. pink as an accent color. I see. That was the mistake we made. Accent agu. Does that play into this at all? <laughs> I mean... Sure. No, the answer is no. <laughs> Pink A. Uh, again, just trying to deflect from what will be the worst answer in the history of trivia. I did get to catch up on uh, listening to Sirius XM as I painted, though. And uh, so that was I got to hear I was because Elise was doing some painting. She she did the, some of the trim while I was doing the rolling. And so we were in there together. So we listened to a lot of hits. One I heard a lot. Of, I found out what uh, what today's hits are, Jimmy. Um, and not great. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I listened to the 1986 countdown from the uh, the the uh, the original VJs. Did the uh, 1986? That's, that's what I should have put on. Boy, that's a year. That is a year, that's man. A, you know every one. song, and you know what? Even the ones that suck, you like. Did you uh, Did you happen to take a trip to the danger zone on that uh, endeavor? Of course, I did. <laughs> you got to, You took the highway, of course. Took the highway, direct <laughs> direct route. I'm not going to go side street to the danger zone. <laughs> yeah. Well, Waze actually, Waze has different thoughts on that. <laughs> You're right about that, Jason. Imagine. I mean, thank God Waze didn't exist in 1986, or else uh, who knows where Loggins would have ended up. Oh, there's no Kenny would have that whole different song. <laughs> yeah. Shortcut to the danger zone. <laughs> <laughs> That's my version. What do you guys think? Not bad, right? <laughs> I never remember we were playing that trivia game the other day and uh, it was oh, just yeah. Jason. We were playing a game where uh, uh, the guy was just reading us the first lo- lyric of a song, just reading it flat. And then we had to name the song and that one came up and I'm like, boy, I guess I never knew. I, I couldn't get it. And I was like, I never knew what the first line of danger zone was. <laughs> it's a, it's yep. a mystery. Um, what is, what is it living in a, Let's pull uh, it up, because uh, uh, again, I couldn't even tell you now. Even after going through that experience, I couldn't tell you. Uh, all right, well, while you look that up, I'll check in with Jason Benetti. And uh, uh, so, Jason, very quickly, and I don't want to dwell on this for the non-sport and/or baseball fan, um, but you had also mentioned uh, that you're going to uh, when you do play-by-play uh, play for football that you travel about. Uh, is there what? What is the talk of the NFL and/or co- I guess college has pulled the plug already, right on the new, on the season? 
Uh, it, they're in progress of those talks. I actually, I didn't check Twitter uh, to see whatever catastrophe was happening today in sports before I jumped on this uh, here program. But I, um, yeah, it doesn't. It didn't look good as of last night as we're taping this, and and by the time we end up airing this, uh, I say we like I have any say in when it airs. <laughs> I think you had a lot to uh, say about it. But but no, it it doesn't. What it, what I am understanding is if we're going to do games, it probably would be from home for a while, just simply because of all the logistics that go into, I mean, we travel upwards of like 15 people for a football game in terms of the crew and things like that. So, I mean, it would, it would be really tough to make sure that everybody was tested and all that, that went along with it. So I don't, I don't know what the leagues are going to do and what college football is going to do at this moment. But I do know that for us specifically, I think we'd either work from home or they would, they would confine us to, uh, where we could drive to, like I would end up doing Northwestern games or Wisconsin games or something, or go to Bloomington for Indiana or Champaign for Illinois, whatever it might be. Uh, and so uh, when it comes to Major League Baseball, is every team doing exactly what you guys are doing, where you stay home, you do it from the home stadium, or is is anybody traveling to the stadiums or is uh, all following the same protocol? From my understanding, nobody's traveling, but some teams are doing it differently. There are some teams who don't have their announcers ever in the stadium that they've built a studio in in like their cable network, their regional sports network. Oh, okay. And they'll do it from the monitors in the studio the whole time because they've they've constructed that studio. Uh, but yeah, we're either nobody's traveling, we're either in the ballpark at home and then doing it from a studio remotely or studio full time. And uh, your thoughts on that? And I know you're in a weird position here that you. Uh, with, with with the Marlins and now the Cardinals and then the, the young man that beat the White Sox over the weekend, Plesak, who uh, broke protocol and was immediately sent home in a rental car. Um, and then he's got to isolate for 72 hours and may or may not be back with the team, depending how they they may punish him. Um, I don't know. Is there any back room rumblings as to the truth as what's going on with the Cardinals? Did they go to a casino? Did they? Uh, it's 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 got to be frustrating if you're a Cardinals fan to watch the rest of the league playing baseball and your team screwed it up and they can't. Yeah, you know, I think. <laughs> I had heard some things about the Marlins. I think the commissioner addressed them as well. There was some discussion of the Marlins going out on a road trip in Atlanta or being at the hotel bar or whatever it is that I never got that fully substantiated, but I heard rumblings about that. But then there's the, there's the chance where somebody from the Cardinals or, or Marlins even got it from a family member who was going to the grocery store. Like, I, I just don't like the immediate blame that happens. Uh-huh. Like, get, let's get to the bottom of it, certainly, because they, I mean, like, that's a fiasco if they're going out. Like, there should be punishment. There should be whatever. Like, if we're going to do this right, people need to adhere to the protocols and the protocols need to be stringent enough too. But I, I don't like the idea that immediately somebody did something wrong because frankly, who knows where you're going to get this from? I mean, we still don't know everything about how it's transmitted. We have a better idea than when we started in March, but I, I don't love the blame thing. And I don't, I don't like when people start to point fingers internally league and players, because the only way to do this is being on the same page as we've clearly seen as a country. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, and one, uh, yeah, I know that some people like anytime uh, an MLB player gets it, uh, the initial instinct too on Twitter is is be a, shut it down, just shut it down. This is stupid. Why are we trying? When you think about it, it, it really is at the end of the day, thirty dudes have gotten it, and everybody else 
it doesn't and and gameplay is happening and people are following the rules and um and uh and playing it safe and so it, when you think about how many people are involved in major league baseball uh the number really still is pretty small uh, when you compare about the sample uh, size would you agree or am i am i off on that no it's completely right but but then again you know i'm, I'm doing these korean games if there is one positive test in the korea baseball organization one they shut it down completely for two weeks. And the reason that's their standard is because they had like 20 to 40 cases in the entire nation right. yesterday. So, I mean, it's just a totally different standard in the U S without an organized response. We have ended up with a lot of cases. Yeah. And so it's either we all do nothing or we assume some risk. The problem for all of us is we don't know what the probabilities are. Like I think about it as sitting at a blackjack table. And if you don't know the numbers of playing blackjack and you have 14 and the dealer's got a two, you, you know, you might make a decision that's not the right decision. You might say, well, I got to get to 21 and hit when the numbers say stay because right. the dealer is most likely to break. But but we don't have those numbers in front of us because we don't know enough and we don't know where it is because the testing's been a disaster. So like we we don't, we're all taking on risk that we we can't <clears throat> truly size up numerically. So I don't I don't blame any league for trying. It's a business enterprise like that. I get why people are frustrated that they are trying, but I think the frustration is misplaced and I think it's actually going to something they enjoy more than the place they'd like to put it, which is at the top. Yeah, boy, that's a that's a great point. Um, I also to uh, to your point though, uh, Jason, if I may, I I think if we just don't test at all, we wouldn't have any cases. So I think we should go to that <laughs> philosophy. Well, that's what I said about Tommy John surgery to to Jeff Passan, <laughs> our colleague who wrote the the book about Tommy John surgery. He's called the Arm. I said, dude, if we didn't test for UCL tears, you wouldn't have had a book, right? <laughs> Good for you, right? That's that that's the obvious. How did Jeff take it? Did he take it okay? I don't think he responded, and I think we're no longer friends, but he does a great <laughs> elbow impersonation. Uh, all right, before I get uh, Matt's answer, we, uh, we get Jason's answer. Let's take another break. Jason Benetti's here. Where he's taking time away uh, from, uh, I imagine, doing what he's supposed to be doing to get ready for a baseball game, uh, but we're lucky that he's taking that time away. We'll be back with more of Jason Benetti right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Jason Benetti is on Twitter at Jason Benetti, one N and two T's in Benetti. And uh, you can hear him calling the White Sox exclusively, I believe, on NBC Sports Network. Uh, it's uh, available on the MLB package if you have that, uh, or just uh, find NBC Sports on your cable per or satellite provider, whatever you do to watch sports. Find him there and enjoy his dulcet tones. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Jimmy Pardo is doing uh, some some virtual stand-up comedy, I guess you would call it, in uh, the Flappers Zoom Room as part of the Burbank Covidy Festival. That is August 21st. Uh, go to flapperscomedy.com if you want more information about that show. He's going to be telling some stories. He will take some requests if you guys have uh, uh, specific jokes or stories you like to hear from Jimmy. Uh, you can be in there and interact with him. He'll also do some crowd work in the Zoom room. So that should be fun. Then on August 28th, Jimmy and I are doing a show together at the Tucson Improv's uh, website. That will be at tucsonimprov.com. We're playing the game show show. That is a real live game show with improv involved. So uh, we will be 
answering questions and competing against each other while improv happens all around us and it's going to be fun so august 28th 7 p.m pacific time go to tucsonimprov.com maybe a few minutes before that just so you make sure you get set up and uh you can watch us compete that'll be fun what else oh we uh, have not announced this on the main show yet but unfortunately we cannot do as you probably assumed we cannot do part castathon 2020 in october at the el portal theater the way we planned to uh so instead we decided to do a mini pcat or a maxi never not funny we're gonna do a six hour live uh, live stream show on 10 10 20 october 10th from uh, noon to six on the 10th of october and uh we will be raising money for smile train we will have great guests but we will all be virtual uh and uh, linked up to each other via zoom or whatever but please join us please help us raise some money for smile train and then hopefully we are hoping that we can all get back together at the l portal next year maybe uh, next spring sometime we'll see how it goes that's our plan though and then finally uh, don't forget if you want a never not funny mask you can get one uh from nevernotfunny.com actually from amanda zimmerman who's making them but uh, go to nevernotfunny.com and you'll find a link to her eBay page where you can purchase a mask in either dark blue or black or red. And it's got the Never Not Funny logo right on there. And uh, they're 12 bucks each. There's large and small sizes. So if you want one for your kids, uh, the money is uh, part, part of the money will help uh, frontline workers. And uh, so please do that and enjoy. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in the imagine, sixteen years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here to together. talk about factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. You know, they got all, this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash part 050. Use code part 050 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, sometimes you find yourself uh, the, the wallet's uh, missing a couple of bucks. Now, ooh, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh social media by the way people saying oh i had to spend the night at the at the pet vet yeah people like using the phrase pet vet even though vet covers pet i mean what other are you, are you at the wild animal vet yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier <laughs> oh okay uh 
I, I think people, I, I think they'd like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn-in jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn-in is an app that gives you access to your pay-as-you-work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these right. are not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> Uh, hey, download Earning today. That is spelled E A R N I N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show, lets them know who sent you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earning. It's your money. Get it now. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2624. Uh, Jason Benetti is here, Chicago White Sox broadcaster, play-by-play guy. And again, if you're not, uh, uh, even if you're, again, if you're not a White Sox fan, if you're not a baseball fan, uh, these are broadcasts that are worth listening to. These guys are the best at the, in the business, and uh, they they will make a blowout uh, entertaining. They will make a, a, team, a game that you're not even interested in uh, very entertaining. These guys are the best. Um and I've been watching baseball for, I got to say, six months now. So I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> what were Thank you? Thank you, Jimmy. So you started watching baseball when it was only in Korea? Yeah, I, I loved it. Oh, I, I said, this is interesting. I wish they would have this here in the States. And then <laughs> I got information that they were doing it uh, here in the States as well. I'm like, well, let me give it a try and see mm-hmm. what happens. Yeah. Uh, then you just picked up the White Sox uh, just because? Well, because of the broadcast team. I went, uh, you know, the other guys are a little too uh, little straight-laced. I don't need to see guys in ties. I want to see guys in polo shirts call the game. It's comfortable. Uh, that's a problem because I did bring a tie just in case. Oh, <laughs> yet, uh, we know you've had bad luck with that. So, uh, 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 Fat we neck. Do, we don't need you to button up. Uh, all right, let's get back to uh, Matt Belknap, who just is uh, very, very sore today from painting a room. A uh, What would you call it, Matt? 11 by 11, 12 by 12 size room? Um, uh, maybe 10 by 12. I can't. Uh, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's in the, in the uh, ballpark, what you said. How many square feet does that work out to be? Can anybody do that quickly in their head? Yeah, 120. 120, 120. 132, 144 if you're 12 by 12. 121, 11 by 11. I can say more numbers. Are you calling plays? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Pike! Uh, listen, we've got a professional broadcaster here, Elliot. Let's not uh, do sports stuff that he you might have been. He might have been talking to the marbles at that point, for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Matt, the, the question is, when football coach Lane Kiffin retired, uh, or announced his retirement, fans were so upset that a gun shop owner organized an event where angry fans would shoot what item of Kiffin's likeness? Jimmy, these are hillbillies. We know that much. These are hill people. So we're talking about uh, we're talking about what is what is the uh, what's what's at hand? What's what's available to the hillbilly to shoot at? And I'm going to say scarecrow. 
That oh. was my other answer. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. That was if the other I one. may, Scarecrow and Pinata are leaders in the clubhouse right now. Those are great answers. Right or wrong, those are great answers. Uh, paper target. Come on. It's not going to be paper target. Uh, <laughs> I'm just glad I don't have the same answer as Matt. Whatever happens. Good point. We don't have the same answer this time. Oh, yeah. It's strategically, I should just say whatever you say for the, for the <laughs> well, last, that would be cheating. last two episodes. Um, all right. Jason Benetti is here. Jason, Jason, your answer, sir. Uh, on the uh, football coach Lane Kiffin. Again, you know the gentleman, but you don't know the answer to this. Uh, but this will be a nice conversation piece for you the next time you run into Lane. Uh, <laughs> hey, Lane, I did this Jackass co- podcast, and uh, I understand that uh, they uh, you upset some people when you retired, blah, blah, blah. Right? I, I don't have to tell, give you the script. You know how to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. maybe. I, that was helpful, actually. But <laughs> well, you just stopped yourself, and I was thinking, this is really helpful, so I, maybe I'm the rube. <laughs> Do you want me to send over? I'll type something up and send it over to you. I think that's probably yep. the best. That'd be great. That'd uh, be that'll, great. You know what? That'll be the knock on the door. I, I'm going to call off the subpoena. I'm not going to send a script supervisor over uh, to send you the uh, script. All right, Jason. I think I'd prefer the subpoena, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You can fight the subpoena and probably win. The script, you're going to have to use. Come on, man. We're doing a show, Elliot. <laughs> you can't so have coughing. <laughs> Uh, Even Jason, my bodily functions are wrong. Do you uh, listen? There's uh, we all. Uh, nobody can control coughing. It's uh, especially during the vid, man. Uh, Jason, do you have an answer for here for Lane Kiffin? I can tell you. I looked during the break to see where he's coaching now, and the answer is Ole Miss, Oxford, Mississippi. So my I, my first thing that popped into my mind that was not my answer, but my first thought was truck nuts. <laughs> <laughs> A good answer too. Uh, answer. Which I thought, but they were so small. Not the, not saying anything about the man whose nuts they are on the truck. Right. Uh, that's not a joke about his his abilities. But uh, my my answer, based sort of on what Matt had to say, and just knowing that um, I, I'm giving Oliver a lot more credit, I think, than Elliot for his sense of humor. Uh, because paper target, I think, reflects on your son more than it does anybody else. Which <laughs> Thank is, you which, for saying so. <laughs> which is terrible. I think it's awful. And Elliot's going to come here and kill me after the subpoena for burying him like that. Uh, my answer, because I think it's going to be like a st- in, in the stick sort of answer, is toilet seat cover. Ooh, nice. That's an interesting that's one. Decent, that's decent as well. These are all good answers, guys. Even your backup answers are good answers. My my backup was uh, was mannequin, which I felt like was too too close to the paper target. Honestly, like too kind of plain Jane to to be interesting right. enough to make a trivia question out of. Poor Elliot's just getting crushed. <laughs> <laughs> all, my only hope is that I'm just right, and you can all suck it. That'd be amazing. Uh, it would be amazing. After all yeah. this, it would be amazing. Yeah. I can tell you what's not right is what you're about to hear. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, this is what we've and again, I, I misunderstood the question. Um, I thought... Uh, the answer, I don't, I don't even know how to... I can't it. wait for this. Just give us the answer, and then we'll talk about what happened. <laughs> Yeah. My answer is penis. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, read the question again, please, Jimmy. Yeah. Read the question again. When <laughs> my glasses are not on my head. Oh, they are not. When lay, coach uh, when football coach Lane Kiffin announced retirement, fans were so upset that a gun shop owner organized an event where angry fans could shoot. What item of Kiffin's likeness? I said penis. I was thinking I, I guess I thought 
what what of Lane Kiffins would they aim at? And so I thought they would all shoot like at a sculpted penis that had like Lane's name on it. <laughs> like, oh, look at this. This wow. dickhead is retiring. So let's shoot at it. I'm telling you, it's the worst answer ever. But then he can't even stay in frame. He's so upset by this. <laughs> I, I see. I actually misunderstood your reasoning for it. And I, I think what I assumed you meant almost making more sense than what your actual thought process was which was like i thought you meant i thought you misunderstood and thought okay so obviously they're shooting at a likeness of him which is just a cardboard cutout or a mannequin or whatever that's not the question the question is you what, thought i was a likeness of his penis like no i thought you meant like so what part of the body that we all agree it's obviously just a cardboard cutout or a mannequin of the guy uh, Matt, and, and we're aiming at the penis all of that's in play there's a, the, like <laughs> yes and then just... i had to rationalize how that could be nobody would know what his penis they, i'm telling you i can't i cannot stress enough the worst answer in the history of answers so you're but you're also not saying that it was a penis dressed up to look like lane kiffin right or are you saying that <laughs> i'm saying that it was a that it could also be a yes it's a could be a penis <laughs> dressed up to look like lane kiffin or it's just a penis That's, that has his name on it look yeah. i want to stipulate that if penis appears in the answer at all that jimmy gets the question right i think i think that that's only fair i don't care if it's a horse hmm. penis i don't if it's a penis at all hmm. What if it's a what if it's a scarecrow penis? Do I get the points and Matt gets the points? I mean, I feel like as far as I'm concerned, out of the points. <laughs> right then, it's a, then it comes down to who wagered more. Yeah. By the way, I'm, I'm going to say this: if it's penis, I want all of you to send me four thousand dollars each. Oh, I won't. <laughs> no one's been harsher about this answer than you, Jimmy. I don't yeah. know why you're mad at us all of a sudden. I'm sick of the us, ridicule. I think you should send us $4,000 a piece. I am right. sick of the way you guys are busting my balls about this one. I just want to I understand it. I don't understand it. <laughs> no, obviously, you've given three explanations that don't make sense. I don't jive with each other, even. It's the worst. Hey, by the way, it's awful. But is it paper target off? That's the question. <laughs> I still think it's more likely to be penis than paper target. <laughs> well, I guess Honestly. we're going to find out, aren't we? Since I mean, coming on the show, I do yep. listen every once and again. And I just wonder if, if this is an ongoing bit that I'm the outsider on and Jimmy answers penis every week. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all laugh at how ridiculous it is that he said penis. Like maybe I missed all the episodes where he answers penis. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's what it is. It's like a John Lovitz involved. Yeah, that's it. Is that a good John Lovitz? Did anybody appreciate that John Lovitz? It's as good as your answer, Jimmy. (laughs) Oh, hey, hey. I like your answer. Of the five of us on this, one can be cut loose immediately and doesn't affect the show. (laughs) That's true. So you want to get mouthy? That was the best John Lovitz. There's a knock at my door. Let's remember that I'm Elvis Presley and you guys are my entourage. You're all supposed to be agreeing with everything I say. Let's not forget that to the premise of the program. Can I change my answer to penis? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I'm going to read the answer. Get ready for none of us to be right and all of us to be disappointed. Again, this is about Lane Kiffin. This is Lane Kiffin, who I've I've just been told is that Ole Miss. Mm -hmm. I've just been told he looks a little bit like a penis. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, so so is this a specific he's retiring from that particular school uh, and then he went somewhere else? Uh, I think think so. Yeah, because when I hear retirement, uh, so I see. So we quit. He basically quit. Yeah, some, sometimes, sometimes coaches retire and then they get a new job two years later, and it's like I guess they're they out do. of retirement. That's, that's why Jim Leland's able to be propped up in a dugout from time to time. I, I just mean uh, yeah. smoking heaters, just down the tunnel smoking. <laughs> right, good for the good for the the game. Remember, though, Jason, growing up, all the baseball players smoked. Right, everybody would be 
Dick oh, Allen's yeah. got that famous photo of him on the in the dugout smoking. That's that's the best one. He's just he's got the heater out and it's it's fantastic. Dick Allen tweeted at us during the game the other day. Baseball great Dick Allen tweeted at you. Yeah, well, it's Steve Stone. Steve was Steve played with him uh, in baseball, not not in any other terms. Uh, and so he tweeted at Steve. Yeah, why well, we were talking about your answer got me thinking the wrong way. I see. Yep. Uh, Jason, nobody will care about this answer except for the nine White Sox fans that also listen to this. Um, my favorite White Sox uniform of all time is the one that everybody ridicules the most. The one from the late uh, 70s, early 80s, before they went into the, the license plate one that they use now on Sundays, which I love that uniform. Uh, the I, I like the softball uniform, mainly because that's when I became a, a Sox fan that I fell in love with the game with that uniform. And I the ridicule and the hatred towards that uh, uh, uniform is crazy to me. Do you have any thoughts on that uniform? The one with the shorts or without the shorts? Well, you don't have to wear the shorts. They only wore the shorts three times. By the way, I was at one of those games. Were you really? Uh, I was at, you know, well, full disclosure, we went to the doubleheader. The first time they play, wore the shorts was game one of the doubleheader. We showed up just in time to see the final out of the first game and then watch the second game. So we did not. Hey, I can't really say I was there. You saw the shorts. That, that counts. I guess so. Um, I, I don't know if we did, to be honest with you. When I say the final out, it could have been like, oh, the game just ended. Yeah. Like, And we didn't see any of the shorts. Right. Uh, but imagine me in those shorts out on that field. The calves. The just, calves would be oh, distracting. To so well, that's what I was going to say. That's when announcers started talking about thighs. That's right. Is when the shorts started to happen. You know, you could start to, you could, you could sort of see, you know, if you, but nobody wants to do that. I don't know. You see Ralph Gar's firm thighs out there in center, chasing on those balls. Um, no, no pun at all intended in that. None, zero. You children, but um, you you nailed the paper target. Yeah. <laughs> Bullseye. Um, anyway, your thoughts on those uniforms, Jason? You like them? You hate them? I love them. Let's yes. see. You know, like they're ridiculous and they're iconic and people know the socks for them. And yeah, they were insane and they only wore them a couple of times, but I'm, I'm totally in for it. And it made them more aerodynamic. They had a bunch of stolen bases, those three games. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Did they really, is that accurate? They, yeah. Sony was talking about that the other day. They were like five for six in stolen bases. There was some number that like, they, they clearly stole a bunch of bases. Right. No, shorts on. Yeah. no restriction around the knees. You can, you can bend and, and, and get wheels. You would appreciate that. I, absolutely. I mean, I was actually just going to suggest they all just wear those luge suits, you know, like the full body <laughs> luge suit. Idea. If you really want to get arid, aerodynamic. I do. Or maybe right, those, uh, maybe the things, remember when Michael Phelps had the special uh, swimsuit that uh, they had to ban it because it was too fast? I do remember that. What, what about that out on the diamond? <laughs> I'm in. Whatever you need. I just want today's, today's game time temperature in Arlington, Texas, 96 degrees. That's a good point. All right. Good just point. Sweat some weight off, then you're, you're even faster. Hey, you know what? You can make weight and go back to high school and wrestle yeah, if you wear exactly. those things. Sure. It's not a bad idea. And then uh, you, right. you take it off right before the wrestling match and you're too slippery for the other guy to grab you from the sweat around or something. Come on, Jason, read that up at the next meeting with the uh, with the uh, the big big wigs. I've decided to never go to a meeting again if I have to do that. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I've just canceled all my meetings. Wow, that's really early on it. I think. Well, you know what? In this pandemic, that's the smartest move. Good call. Smart. Thank you. I'm going to take it. Let's show personal. All right, here we go. Here's your answers. Nobody's correct. Okay. Nobody's correct. It the answer penis? was. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't, Jason. Boy, do I wish it was, though. Just so that you guys. Right. 
the Lane Kiffin bobblehead. Oh, that makes oh. sense. Lane Kiffin oh, bobblehead. Wow. All right, here's well, the deal. That's no bigger than a truck nut. That's, uh, that's yeah. a very small target. <laughs> here's the answer. It was, or here's the details. It was $5 to shoot one. The money was going to a food bank, but the bank pulled out when they realized that angry fans with guns weren't the best thing to support. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So the Lane Kiffin bobblehead. That's, All right. That makes sense. Is that still a thing or bobblehead giveaway still a, a big thing, Jason, that people still give a crap about? It? Remember there was a two or three year span there that everybody loved the bobblehead. Still a thing? I think so. I think people would do just about anything for a bobblehead uh, still. People have collections. Uh, it, it, people people still do adore them, I think. You think it's the uh, the new Klondike bar? People will do anything for a bobblehead? <laughs> I would love to see that series of commercials. Yeah, uh, but not involving the people with the guns after Lane Kiffin left. Oh, boy, the angry people. The bank was right to pull out of that. Jason, uh, this leads me to the next question. And obviously, you're not. Uh, uh, you, this is not your in your purview. Uh, all the giveaways that a stadium does uh, throughout the year, like bobbleheads or home run chains or whatever that nonsense, whatever it is. What's going to happen to those at these stadiums all around uh, the the, uh, the the country? Do, do you save them for 2021? Do you auction them for charity? What happens? I think you save them for 21. I think you pick dates in 21 and you go ahead and do them then, unless it's a player that you've traded. Right. And then, uh, then they're keepsakes for the front office. But uh, <laughs> I the, the weirdest one I saw, if anybody cares, uh, in A-ball in the minor leagues, they did like a bread giveaway. They had a, a local bread maker who uh, they gave out loaves of bread and then the team had lost and we went out to the parking lot after the game and it was it was like a bakery on asphalt. <laughs> oh, no. It asphalt was bakery? horrible. Yeah, asphalt bakery. <laughs> and what what team was that? Did, did I did I miss Did you say it or did I miss it? Or? I was with the Salem Avalanche at the time. The uh, They were an Astros team in Salem, Virginia. So you did it, and I know we didn't really talk about this the last time we, you were here, but you worked up from single A to double A to triple A and then finally to the major leagues? I was so strong as a hitter that I, <laughs> I skipped double A. Oh, they, had uh, to, they bypassed it. Yeah, yeah. So I graduated straight to triple A, uh, did some games there, went on some crazy bus rides, and uh, there, there I went. Wonderful. And now you are uh, with the Chicago White Sox, uh, which is – uh, and I know we talked about this the last time you were here, but just to, to, to put a, a hat on a hat to point it out again, you grew up in the south suburbs of Chicago. So you are literally living your dream, being able to be the broadcaster for the Chicago White Sox as a guy that grew up watching the Sox. You're, all your neighbors are Sox fans. And here you are. Every night you get to call the game for the team that you grew up loving, right? It's insane. I mean, I honestly, I don't know if you watched the first game uh, this year, the game when the Sox came back, but we did an open which had empty seats. And I was talking about the yes. memories that people have in those empty seats. And I had thought a lot about it and what I wanted to say. And I seriously almost lost it. I would, if, you, if you listen back to it, mm -hmm. I, I, I broke pretty good uh, because I just – you know, there are so many people who go to that stadium and who have sports teams so deep in their hearts. And I always, you know, when people say like, oh, sports can heal, I'm not one of those people who really believed it because I think there's like we should pay teachers more and we yes. should read more and all of those things that go along with healing, too, that that make a country even uh, greater at, at what it is. 
But then I had that moment where I, I was like, wow, there's so much enveloped in this ballpark for me. And so many people who've lost loved ones and care about these, these memories with this ballpark, like I, I absolutely lost it. Um, I did watch that game and I uh, it, it actually choked me up as well. Like, I, it, I think you really nailed it. And uh, I, I guess, to, again, to, to talk out of both sides of my mouth here when I was talking about the Emmys, uh, but it really it, it was it did prove on how much we needed baseball to come back or anything to distract us during this time yeah. uh, to entertain us and uh, and take our minds off things. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty it was pretty moving your opening on the uh, on the first one. But I you know, I, I appreciate that. But I as I was doing it, I was thinking about what mattered to people and I didn't expect it to hit me like it did. Mm-hmm. I really didn't. And I, it's I think it's hope. I think hope is what people want. Like when you see the angles of our ballpark, you see all the camera shots and you see the places that you've been and you've watched for so long. And it's been, that's the way you've lived your summers. I think people just like remembering that those places are still going to be there when all this crap is over. Yeah, I agree with that. It's, um, and again, I'm, I'm grateful that you guys are doing it, that you're back at work and that again, able to, uh, I'm already looking forward to 4 PM, uh, California time today to, put the game on and, and just escape for a little while. And, uh, uh, it's necessary for me. It's necessary. It's, it's almost like meditation in a way that you watch that three hours. And again, you just quiet the mind and, um, and forget about everything that's going on. So uh, this is why, I mean, but this is the other part of that. This is why I, first of all, I love doing this show and I don't say that because I'm on the show. Like you all enjoy each other's company so much. And when I, well, mostly, Uh, when I, when I'm not able to do what we do with our crew, with our group, like I mention our crew a lot and it's simply because we all make each other funnier, better, more enjoyable people when we get to share that energy. Mm -hmm. And that's what I, there was like this hollowed out part of my uh, soul that actually just made me Canadian while I was saying it (laughs) hollowed out part of my soul that was just missing because I couldn't enjoy steve's company and our crew's company and all the things that you elevate each other with when that's missing man it feels feels dark yeah uh well i don't i don't disagree with that i mean we, you know we've been very lucky that we've we've done a few shows from the parking lot of our studio in the last couple of months like just what we do two so far right mm-hmm. and yeah. just being as much fun as these zoom shows are and and, and thankfully we're able to still do them and we're able to provide the show for folks and we're able to for our own sanity, do the show this way. Um, there's nothing like being around the people and being able to do it uh, there. And if it was, you know, realistic for us to do it every week, we would, but it, it's not. And um, eventually we'll all be back and uh, able to do it and things will be back to normal. But until then, uh, thank God we have what we have. Totally agree. You all are, are such fun people. And uh, I just like seeing you all enjoy each other's company, honestly. Well, uh, luckily, other people seem to enjoy it as well. Not as many as Joe Rogan has, but it like enough <laughs> people seem to enjoy this. Uh, but I will be pumping up some roids later. Keep that in mind. Yeah, well, uh, you got to work on those calves. You, they don't, really, the calves don't stay like that by themselves. What if I did steroids just for my calves? <laughs> very, very, just, I got to have, uh, wasn't it on, I didn't watch Entourage, but wasn't that a running thing on Entourage about the, the one guy wanted to get calf implants? Uh, Kevin Dillon, is that his name? Matt Dillon's brother? That is that is a person's name, but I, I didn't watch that show. Do we we don't have a single bro on the in this panel right now? Not a single bro enjoy that program. 
I think I might have watched a minute of it once. Oh, it's the freaking worst. Um, hey, Jason, give me your uh, give me give me your bets here. Uh, so nobody got it right. So it comes down to strategy. What did everybody bet? I'll tell you what I bet. I bet my usual seventeen. So I'm down to what? I, oh, yeah. There's no negative, right? Right. There's no negative. Yeah. All right. So I stay at nineteen. The hard castle. Uh, Jason, what did you go with? I went with twenty-two. I felt confident. Well, it's in your wheelhouse. Can I tell you something? This is the one and only time that I can make this reference and somebody will get, will at least get it. I don't know if it'll give a shit, but I, whenever the number 22 comes up, say it again, Jason. I'll do what I usually do when the number 22 comes up. I got two jokes uh, that are uh, uh, that are relevant. I'll give, you, I'll give you both. Jimmy, I said 22. Uh, two-thirds of a Karen Valentine. That's one of them. And here's the other one. Adio Jose Valentin. Nice. See, one guy no gives idea. a shit about that reference. Great baseball mustache. Look him up. It's worth your time. <laughs> it really is. Uh, the great utility gentleman, Jose Valentin. Uh, so 22 from Jason Elliott. I uh, I went with 15. Uh, I didn't go with 25. What seemed to be the way to go to try to win? But I I didn't think I was going to get this question right. So I went with 15. 15. All right, Matt. Uh, well, I guess you're the big winner. Garen, what do you got? I, I got to go with 25. Yeah, you had to, right? Oh, so I'm out of the running now. Actually, yeah. actually, uh, Elliot, your strategy paid off. I went with 23, so you are wow. in. You won. Oh, so uh, so Elliot wins the money today. Hey, there you I'll go. Take that. Good for and, you. There's five dollars. You Go get hit yourself you, a couple of Snicker bar. You hit the paper target. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I would have bet less, but I figured out that that if you get both of them wrong, if I bet fifteen on this one, I still have a chance to bet enough on the next one that I could beat you. I think. I don't think because so. that would get me to forty, which would get me to ninety something. Well, there's only one left. Right. So the last one is 25. What, what, what are you at? What's your score? If he would have gotten this one right, he's saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 yes. Okay. But now yeah. you're now you've officially can't catch me. But now it's over. That wouldn't matter no matter what I bet. Yeah. This has been fun. <laughs> this is like uh, this is like the Premier League in England where like the season's over six weeks before it's over because the 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 number one the top team is like so far ahead. Yeah, it's interesting that you're saying that, Matt. <laughs> I'm just saying uh, you 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 lose the drama. I mean, sometimes you get it, but uh, a lot of times you lose the drama of the the last day of the season being important. A person that doesn't follow the world could do better than 19. Jimmy, <laughs> <laughs> can you just say that again? I was looking up humble brag on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> And who came up? Did Matt's photograph show up? Uh, it was actually some different photograph. It looks like truck nuts. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> are, they, are they in the likeness of Matthew Belknap? Nice. Oh, boy. They will be on Twitter uh, later in the week. No. Somebody will make the Matt oh, Belknap nope. uh, truck nuts. Thank you so much for that. Yep. <laughs> You're welcome. Now now this whole season has been worth it. Print them oh. out. Print them out and put them uh, use, tar- use them for target practice, guys. <laughs> yes. A pa- a paper target. Paper target. Uh, Matt Belknap has truck uh, nuts. All right. We got to go. Jason Minetti's got to go uh, call the baseball game. Oh, before you yeah. do that, uh, because oh. there's two, maybe uh, it could, one of the nuts could be me and the other one could be Elliot. Okay. Go ahead, Jimmy. Wrap up the <laughs> nope, they should both be both Belknap said. One with the no, longer, one with the shorter. It's funnier if it's uh, me and Elliot together. Uh, two bell, uh, two Wait, bell, bell, bell nuts. Bell nuts. Hey. Bell nuts. Yes, yes. Definitely bell nuts. I'll give you that. Uh, Jason, thank you for being here. I uh, love you guys. Thank you. Uh, don't run away. We have to talk to you off the air for a uh, split second. Bye bye. Uh, uh, you guys know everything else to do. Go to nevernotfunny.com and look at everything. Matt talked about everything in the plugs. On behalf of the pop culture bees, look at them right there at the Never Not Funny Weather Desk. That's Garen Cockrell. Uh, Video Village in Palms, California. That's Elliot Hochberg holding down the fort in Sherman Oaks, California. They're at Never Not Funny headquarters. That's the Honcho Matt Belknap. Our great friend, the wonderful broadcaster, Jason Benetti. 
Coming to us from Chicago, I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. Stay safe, everybody. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Thank you